his, his background is shitting on ours. I mean, no, 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 The hat alone. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Guess don't talk. We got to reveal you. We, we, you know, I can talk about this. All right, right, here we go. Aren't the Rockets winning right now? Aren't they on like, the Rockets are on a four, five game winning streak? Five, five game winning streak. And I'm going to tell you like this. Uh, I, uh, I went on a date. I went to the Rockets game. Uh, I went to the Rockets Bulls game. It was the first game of the winning streak. And now I'm going to just call it, I'm the lucky charm. Like, that's really what happened because. You've been going to a lot of Rockets games. The boys turned it around. I go to the Rockets game, and I would like to tell people how I go. No, I don't want y'all going the way mm-hmm. that I go because I found a great cheap way to enjoy the game. Yeah, don't even I'm say tell, that. I'm gonna tell that out after after this, but I'm not gonna tell y'all. Is that a hater move? Absolutely, absolutely. Because the person that told me said, "Don't tell nobody this, and don't be at the games all the time." And I I, I looked her in her face, and I was like. Okay, and I lied. Cause <laughs> I lied. I lied. Um, Larry David, yo, Larry David. I definitely, I, I looked her dead in her face, and I lied. I was like, "Dog, I'm not gonna be up at the games like that." And now I really, I'd be up at the Rockets game. Larry David, like, like I know Tillman Fatita. He don't know me, but I feel like I know, I know him. Either way, you know. So I'm talking to Till. That's what I call him. And I was like, "Dog, we should start winning." He was like, you know what? That's what we've been doing wrong. I said, you know what? I know people are mad. I know people are mad. Let John Wall just sit for a while. Let's see what happens. And uh, he was like, we're already doing that. And I was like, do it better. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> we started winning. So I don't know what happened. Now, I hope I hope the Rockets have a great season. Uh, you know, the, the Astros had a great season. The Texans, you know, hey. Uh, so, Houston sports. Oh wait, <laughs> there's always the Dynamo. There's always we got we got a rugby team that I always forget their name. We've we got, got a rugby team. Yeah, we've got the Rednecks, uh, the Roughnecks. Roughnecks. <laughs> I'm about to say, boy. <laughs> Yo, do we know? I don't know. I don't know what Dwayne's doing with. With the XFL, yeah. I don't know what he is doing. It's like, you know, Tell? I know. Dwayne, you know me. I don't know what he's doing either. But I do know that if Dwayne wants something done, he's going to get it done. Because I know somebody in Dwayne's camp was like, hey, uh, Rock, you mind if I call you Rock? We don't need to release this. It doesn't matter what you (laughs) do. He was like, "We we don't need to release this rap song. And he was like, hey. It's about hunger. It's about hunger. <laughs> he was like, dog, we're, sh- we're shooting a whole video on this. I don't care if anybody makes fun of me. They'll never do it to my face. And I was like, you're right. You're right, Rock. Uh, that's absolutely correct. I would never make fun of you to your face. So you go ahead and sit down and enjoy your 300 pancakes for breakfast. And <laughs> go lift a car. <laughs> like, he, knows, he knows what to do. He knows what to look for. He knows how things should look. And speaking about how things should look, that brings us to our next guest. Our next guest has a penchant for looking at things a certain way. You might look at this phone 
a certain way and see a phone, but to him, he sees a whole entire business structure. Um, honestly, oh, my light fell. Honestly, more than just a business, I know I'm trying to adjust it, man. Fuck y'all. Fuck the both of y'all. Uh, <laughs> fuck the both of y'all. <laughs> no, nah, you don't fuck this. All right. He's a friend. I like this nigga. He cool people. Like lately we've been getting like people who are like considerably our friends. Like, dude, it's Corey fucking Terry, man. Corey Terry. I can speak now. I appreciate that intro, my brother. Appreciate the intro. Hey, what's, what's unique about y'all? Y'all didn't catch a lot of the off-camera banter, but they talk like they ain't grow up with each other. Y'all just be talking like, damn, it's like y'all just met like four uh, years ago or uh, something. Uh, I mean, that's we, pretty, we, that's pretty dope. Well, we were talking before about, uh, you know, our mom being strict because we were talking right. about the movies. And I was right. telling you about Ghostbusters and I don't know because you were like, was your mom seven day Adventist? No, she wasn't. <laughs> but I remember we was watching Ghostbusters. We were watching movies with all of our cousins. And somebody put in Ghostbusters. It was new. It was on VHS. We were like, yeah. And my mom came and escorted the two of us out. Like, like we was like drunk at a basketball game. And she was like, y'all got to go. I was like, what's going on? Ain't going to be know. no ghosts up in here. But you know what changed her? That this is what we uh, what we were about to start the show. What changed her was we were on vacation somewhere, and we were at a hotel, and the Simpsons was on. I think we we're in Hawaii. We were at oh, we were in Hawaii. Nice flex. Uh, and so <laughs> we're on, and I think for some reason it was like the only thing on. It was like the only station on. My different. mom was very strict about us not watching The Simpsons, right? My dad is like, my dad was like, basically like, you know how they're like, oh, there are no like good cops because like, you know, like the good cops let the bad cops do what they do. That was my dad. He was like the not good cop. So he would be like, you know, I let y'all watch The Simpsons, but you know, your mother. So <laughs> the show is on. And yeah. we're all watching and, you know, I'm like, I'm waiting for her about to say something. And she laughed and I, I could tell she was trying to stifle the laughter. Like I was like, we all looked over like. She, she laughed at a joke from The Simpsons. Oh, she laughed yeah. at a joke from The Simpsons. Oh, and like, she was even. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, nah, come on now. This show is not bad. And this was like early, like, I think it was when early first season Simpsons when they were at the height of their controversy. And you go back and look yeah. and you're like, these are actually really good stories that was, had like yeah. great moral points. It was the Lisa, like, goes to, uh, Lisa Goes man. to Capitol Hill episode where she talks about the um she talks about the corruption in uh Washington. And so oh, wow. at the end, that's what that's she what liked. That's what it was. Because yeah, I remember that was the first episode of The Simpsons, and then we fell in love. With the Simpsons, because I remember I watching it, mom be like, "I never said you could watch this," and I'd I be like, like, "God, you blame that's me. hilarious." You know what's I know what's ironic about this? When the Simpsons first came out, I lived in Hawaii. Really? Lived, yeah, oh, yeah. Hickam, nice. Hickam, Hickam, Hickam Air Force Base, right next to uh, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, really. His flex is taller than ours. No, no, no. My father was in the military. Hey, my flex. I just I'm lived, just messing you know. with you. No, 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 uh, no, 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 that's fantastic. How was living? But that's that's interesting. You said that. Yeah, it was a great experience. It wasn't even Hawaii. It was just, you know, 
moving around so much and being having to, having to readjust all the time and then kind of starting from here and no one knowing you want to talk to you because you're not part of a clique and then you know figuring it out and then getting cool with everybody before you leave and next thing you know you're cool with everyone you leave you gotta start at the bottom again and Delaware okay. was after that had to start at the bottom yeah because your dad so, but was to answer your question directly yeah but to answer your question uh, it was great man I got to do a lot of non-black shit uh, and not get judged you know I was riding skateboards and I was BMXing I was boogie boarding going to the beach and you know, uh, probably probably gay jokes that I can't tell anymore because I, you know, I associate with my black side more. You know how that goes. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> you got to it, it. You gotta code <laughs> it was a good. We grew up in Alaska. Yeah, it was a good balance, my black. We, we grew up in, a, in San Antonio, and Alaska. It was the same upbringing. Where in Alaska? Not Juno. Anchorage. 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 Okay. Anchorage. Well, is that a, is, is it a military base out there or something? Uh, no. Our dad. Our dad was a lawyer. Our dad is a lawyer. <laughs> he was just. He was just trying to keep you all the way from he just, this, he just was just literally the like, hey man, we gotta go up here. That was it. But it was that's probably my number one. Come you know to what, find that's out the reason why I would go. The reason why he was up there is because my dad, if you can't tell, it's kind of an asshole. So uh, <laughs> he kind of rubbed somebody the wrong way. And then it was okay. like, Yeah, nigga, you going to Alaska. <laughs> and then and then we all and then we all got had it. To go. I got we it. All had to go with him. So, but you know what though? I think that's one of my that would be. Not to go off track. That would be like my number one place to visit, other than like you know, um, you know, Italy and all that. Alaska probably be my my first place. I would just be like, yo, I want a skirt. Just doing a skirt in here. I think Alaska looks pretty dope. Alaska was fantastic. I loved Alaska. Yeah. And the picture that's in our uh, our logo, our seal of me and Divine, and the in my humble opinion logo, that's in Alaska. We're sitting at. That's dope. I didn't even know that. Yeah, we're in Alaska. Gotcha. At, as kids, did random, like just random stuff. Like yeah. Hawaii was the first place we had sushi, straight off the plane. Really? Did See, not go with sushi. Had they no they have a dish called a dish called spam musubi. Like Hawaiians and they, and Filipinos, they eat more pork than niggas. But it's a dish <laughs> called spam musubi. But it's literally instead of the, the raw fish, it's spam in there, and they chop it up. But that's my first experience with sushi. I didn't even know, so I realized what sushi rolls were, and it was spam musubi. No, we got, I don't know. Yeah. We got off the plane and like it was hula girls, which you got you got you got laid right the hula, we got laid hula yeah. women, which we were like, oh, this is this is cool. And then yeah. one of them had a platter and it had like these little I thought they was chicken poppers. So we was popping them like da 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 da. And they're kind of laughing because they know I felt like they saw us like these two niggas don't know that they're eating. Oh, what they're eating. <laughs> So we yeah. just like, doo, 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 doo. And they're like, yeah. Oh, our dad, the jerk. He goes, hey, hey, that's raw fish. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Hey, it's amazing, like, what eat. it's amazing what you eat when you see some ass shake. Pretty much. Pretty Speaking much. Speaking of which, yeah. uh, that was the first time he knows this. That was the first time I saw some titties. All right, <laughs> we, were in a gift shop. we was in a gift shop, and I was going through stuff. Looking at this 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 book, and then all of a sudden it turned to titties. And then even then, when I turned around outside, there was a beach. There was titties there, and my nah, mom was nah, like, nah, "Wait, wait. wait!" I I saw, that's when I remember I saw titties. New there might be other stories about me seeing New titties. Orleans. No, that was you with titties. <laughs> no, Yo, that man, was you. Hawaii. Well, that was both of us. Okay, but New no, Orleans. No, 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 no. There were two spots in New Orleans. One. We were walking, uh, we were walking down Bourbon Street, 
And then, like, one of the strip club doors, as they're known to do on Bourbon Street, opened, and there was a dancer on stage, and I turned my head and saw, I'm walking next to my mom, she turns her head, she sees, so she covered my eyes real quick as we're walking, and then she ran me into a pole accidentally. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, there goes that. I ain't seen no Not the stripper pole, just a pole on the street. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, <laughs> no, remember, we were on the trolley. We were, we were sitting on the trolley, and, uh, you know, as New Orleans happens, there's always like a random downpour in the summer. It rains like as hard as hell for three minutes. And this young lady got caught in a downpour in a white t-shirt and got on the oh. trolley and sat across from my brother. And he had not yet learned. He didn't know how to like gaze and look away. He didn't know how to do that yet. I was a child. He did a, hey, it's a lot of niggas that A lot of niggas don't know how to do that now. He, I was a know. single digit age. <laughs> He did Seven, a full eight, on uncomfortable That young lady would have <laughs> me too, you today. I, 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 I gentleman just the whole trolley ride. He was just. I, I remember being so young and naive. We went to that gift shop, and there was a picture of of uh, olive oil doing something questionable to Popeye, and the captain said, "Well, blow me down." And I go, "Mom," because I saw Popeye. I go, "I want this." And mom looks and she goes, no. And I was like, I never forgot with it. It's ingrained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, she don't want to pass stuff off. She don't want to pass stuff off. We're just now finding yeah. out you live. How long were you in Hawaii? Four or five years. Four or five years. So you can boogie board, surf. Mm -hmm. what Skate. I learned. I, actually, I learned how to really like like quad roller skate, I became like ill. Now, now when I came back to the East Coast and I didn't know like skating was a thing over there and basketball and skating was how I connected with a lot of the hood. I was cold with the skates. I learned that in Hawaii, yeah. It, and they had like, cause skating was a big deal. We skated outside of the skating rink. We skated around the neighborhoods. It was a, it was a real big deal. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So wait, yeah. were you even getting into filming back then? What, what made you start getting nah. into film? Wow. Um, well, really what got me into actually film, I would say more or less, it's weird. Okay, so I worked with a, man, a small management firm out of New Jersey, uh, right around like New Brunswick. Some brothers out of like Rutgers and, and that like uh, that Bergen County area. They were managing an artist who now has like platinum records all up. But at the time we were going on a tour. We just needed shots. You know, it was like moments he'd be with Cassie, moments he'd be with uh, Baby Bash and Pitbull and, you know, just all these different moments. I wanted to capture. We didn't have any resources. So I went and bought like $1,100 camera, weird camera, recorded it. And I had all this footage, but I didn't know what to do with it. Dumped it off to the artist named David Rush. I dumped it off to Rush. He gave it to this guy named Zian Wright, who's super cold. And he took a lot of the footage that I had, along with other footage. And they uh, they ran this show. It was almost like a maybe a six-part series. Just his life backstage, just the thing, things he was dealing with, and the guy took a lot of my shots, and he made it. He made it amazing. Told a story with it, with some shots I thought they were just kind of generic, and that kind of opened my eyes to it. Uh, that would, that's what got me into the filming. But even back in the day, I paid attention to like featurettes and behind the scenes and commentary, and I think just through osmosis, I kind of just developed 
you know, like it's not that hard type of mentality towards film. So when I first got into it, I thought it would be easy. It was way harder than I thought. But the interest and the the demystifying came from like commentary, uh, documentaries, just behind the scenes stuff and just people casually talking about you know, making stuff and failing and, and fucking up and showing how some fuck up turned into greatness and all that kind of stuff. Or things that we thought were great that people hate. Like you hear Dave Chappelle talk about uh, half-baked. They can't stand that shit. Like, and, it, and basically they gave, they, so they basically gave him uh, an option to write something. He kind of made something up in, in the session. I, I guess why he's pitching. He's like, yeah, we're working on something. Uh, me and my guy, Neil Brennan, we're working on something. He called Neil up, like, hey, you may get a call from Sony about us working on something. And it was like, okay, they called Neil. He was like, yeah, we're working on something. When can you have it to us? And he said, uh, by the end of the month, which is stupid when you're writing a film, but they didn't know. But it forced them to write this first draft. They worked on it and that's how it came out. Whatever they liked, it ended up, the movie, the film, the end part wasn't what they thought it was gonna be. And even though they hated it, everyone loves it cult wise. And I like hearing stories like that. It lets you know that just, just, just knock some shit out, have fun with it. You know, the world's gonna do what it, you know what they want with it. Yeah, how people take. I don't know it if I off. answer that properly. You nah, did nah, answer nah, it properly. It's a, it's a, it's okay. a podcast. Any answer. But but wait 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 before yeah. you continue, uh, when did you become fly? I've never seen uh, out of place. No, because that's a, yeah, that's a important you're thing. looking at you're looking at his background compared to our background. Not even I'm just like, yeah, that's hilarious. When you when when he presents himself, it's always in the like on a scale of one to ten. Like no homo, whatever. It's always ten. He knows, <laughs> to, he knows how to put everything perfectly together. It's two thousand one. Nah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I don't. I don't know the fly part. That's a compliment. Um, my name isn't. I never. Uh, let me see. I'm trying not to be humble. In my, you know, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take. The, I'm just gonna take the compliment. I don't know when that happened. I'm, I know. I just kind of see something. I see other. Brothers rocking shit, and I pull from. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. I like that. I could flip that. I could do this. I know. Even now, like you know, after I hurt my knee, I gained weight. You can't rock the same. You know, when you're in shape, you know, being, you know, fashionable is a little easier. Little t-shirt, this, that, there, some bands, whatever. You good. You know, you put a little weight on. You got to figure some things out. You got to figure layering and all this kind of stuff. And you know, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when that happened. I don't know. I just, I have no clue. But I know I'm not a label guy. I'm a target guy. I just, oh, that look, that would look good on me, guy. That's it. I'm not, I'm not the, you know, Rolex, the whatever popular. You're not gonna see any labels on me more than likely. If you see anything that has a name on it, it's probably a like a local artist that that all of us fuck with. You know, my all my crib stuff behind me is just like records and shit like that from artists that I've worked with, photos I've taken from magazines. Uh, if you go in my room, there's nothing but hoodies and and albums and cassette tapes of people that I just, I fuck with. That's one thing you probably gonna see me label out. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. you, pay, you pay a lot of attention. I'm glad you brought up that whole, like, you know, it's easier to be fashionable when you're slim, because when you're bigger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, you you run the risk. Mm -hmm. If you get too fast, <laughs> like a big guy, you get too close to like a TD Jace level. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. Like you're it on a nice comic, suit and comical. you got the sneakers, but you're like, oh, yeah, looks like a deacon at a at a cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, I, yeah. No, you're hundred percent, hundred percent. That's a hundred. You're hundred percent. See, the thing is with with older women and men when they try to look younger, they try to dress younger, and the object isn't to look younger; it's to look good. Yeah. and that's it. And if you look good, then people go, "I didn't know you were that old," because you look good. They expect 
people don't expect old people to look good. If you look good, then you look young, but you can't dress like a young kid at a certain age, or you can't dress like a skinny kid and you're big, vice versa. You know, all that kind of shit. It makes sense. You just gotta find, figure out who you are and just go with it, and that's it. But I will say, I feel like, I don't know if that attention to detail comes from your film training or it's something that you bring mm. to film, but I'm gonna say this, because mm. I watch I watch a lot of your videos and I don't care what it is. There's so many detailed aspects that it makes it interesting. And I know this because you were like, I, oh, I, you know, that. I, I got into film because, you know, I thought it was easy and you were like, it's hard. I filmed some yeah. videos. Like we were working on some stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know how to cook some stuff. And I filmed it and I thought yeah. it was cool. And then uh, yeah. you filmed the video cooking an egg. And I just took all, nah. my, I took all my videos down. Oh, uh, nah, don't do that. Nah. Don't do that. <laughs> I said, hey, but nah, it's, a, it's hey. a lot of the details that go into the filming. Mm. You make a lot it of this stuff look interesting, especially the cooking videos that you're doing recently. What's getting you into that? Man, I, I guess uh, shooting food is or an inanimate object. I know me, Avery was talking. I guess an inanimate object is way easier than shooting a person and scheduling this and that. And I, <laughs> I always cook. I've, I've been cooking for a long time. You know, uh, my parents started going to, to school when I was in high school. I, w- I would be the only one home. My brother and sister were gone. My sister was married. My brother was off doing just great things. He's just a great dude. And I was the only one left in the house. And they had to we got to teach them how to cook because I was the young, I was the youngest. So I was, don't touch the stove, Corey. That's hot, Corey. Don't go in here. Don't, Gene will get it. Kelly will get it. So when they were all gone and they were in school and they were coming home late, they, they wanted food on the table. Corey, was, let me teach you this. And my dad used to be a chef. Before he got in the Air Force, he was a chef. So my mom and my mom is cold with it. Actually, people talk about me. My brother is the one that's, my brother is the one that's cold with the cooking. Anyway, uh, so that's kind of how I kind of fell into just chefing up some things, but also to your question, or I guess your, your comment just about detail. That's just me learning that it wasn't, I got into it and I knew how to get into detail, but I, I can tell when something's missing, you know what it is. Like you do something you're like, this is cool. Something's missing and you look, you look for greater things and you're like, Oh, okay. This is a lot of people don't know film. A lot in film is really sound engineering. And if you can sound engineer and make things sound good, you can shoot off of a VHS or an old 35 millimeter. It don't matter. As long as the story is good and the audio is good, it's what draws people in. That's the and biggest, that's, that's the biggest, the biggest trick. A word was said. A word. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. And that's the biggest trick. And that is a huge thing. Cause like I said, when you've been on the show before and we've really stressed the point, whether it's uh, the context freestyles and everybody should go support and watch those or whether it's the cooking videos and things like that. There are elements that get added. Even when you posted that, uh, this is before we even met you. I remember we we were saying, we were just talking about context. We were like, yo, I don't know what the dude is. He's doing a fantastic job, da 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 and then I was watching one of your videos and we heard our voices in the back. I'm like, you took that clip <laughs> yeah, back yeah. and things like that. And like, there's a lot of little things with sound. And we were surprised when we found out you were filming all the videos with iPhones. I was like, this man yeah, gotta yeah. have like a ridiculously great camera. And he was like, <laughs> I got two iPhones. One, I do the sound, one I do this on. Right. And so it's yeah. not, just the equipment of course the equipment helps if you know how to right. use it. you know and, you, then, you, and, then, and people just don't realize the iphone is is 
it's I can't think of the word, but it's it's of par. It's of par to work with. And a lot of people, it's in your hand all the time. It's like whatever. And if you shot something, when people shoot with it, they don't shoot with it like it's a camera. They shoot vertical. They're just kind of doing weird shit. When you put a real camera in people's hands, they want to like oh, be all you know, you know, magical with it and romantic with it. And I just do that with the phone. And and you know, I don't know when I realized it, but I would just like be behind the scenes. I would just take something I'm like. I would edit it. And I'm like, I can't tell the difference between this and my, I got a seven, I got a seven D that's sitting here. When I got a seven D was like three grand when I got this motherfucker. It was like the industry darling. It was like the industry red camera when I first got it. It, get, it got phased out. So many things you can't update, whatever, never. But yeah, I think if people just realize that phone in their hand is, is adequate. That's the word I was looking for earlier. You have to learn about lighting, learn about sound and everything will fall into place. Just learn how to learn how to compose an image. Like right now, if you're looking at how I'm shooting, right? Like my background is flat. I'm shooting directly at the corner. You see the corner of my room right here? Yeah. My head. So you're going to see the depth of the field that kind of goes out. That's like, <laughs> you know, those are the lines that a lot of photographers look for and a lot of like videographers look for different angles. So it gives you depth in, in a room. That's it. Small little things like that will just set things apart, shooting with foreground, small things. But that, like I said, that doesn't come with just me going, oh, I'm a detailed guy. It's just having fun looking up research and watching things. Why does this look better than mine? Like you said, why does this look fine? And you get intrigued and you pull it up, you watch more, you watch more. And then when you watch things, you're watching with a different eye versus just being entertained. So sometimes I got to watch things two and three, four times. I got to watch it to be entertained and I got to watch things to see like, what are, what are they doing? How, how can I break this down? Oh, okay, I see that. You know, words like practical lighting and actually, like, I don't know if like, so for instance, right? There is light right here. That's from the sun. That's they call they would consider that practical lighting. Or if there's like a that candle right there. That's like you can see, but the motivated light, I can have a light right here and shoot, and you think it's coming from that sun, but it's really a light that I have right here. Which I do. I got a light right here. And anyway, I'm going too far into that. But but it's it's what I guess my whole point is that if you love, if you're interested in something. Just keep shooting, even whether it's food videos, don't take them down because you want to come back and look at it and go, okay, this is why I didn't like it because I, I wasn't I wasn't thinking like this or I didn't have this angle. I didn't tell this story. Uh, if you watch um, anybody shooting club videos, the, the, the really good ones, they're shooting people in the crowd, but they're also getting the bartender maybe pouring a drink or muddling some food or uh, the, the doorman taking money, just small little storylines. And it just adds into a film. It's just little small, small, small things. And it is the smaller details that add to it. But the more you do it, those small details become big. I definitely got to get the guy taking the money or the, the security guard, you know, you know, uh, doing the security wand around somebody or uh, whatever, whatever it is, whatever those small things are, they become obvious things too. I think you keep doing them. And, 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 and bringing that up too, uh... Yeah, because when you went out with, I don't know what club, because I'm not cool and I don't go places like that. <laughs> you went out with the Clubhouse crew and mm -hmm. they had their videos. And I was like, that looked cool. Yours looked like a trailer for the greatest night <laughs> all time. And I'm sitting there, you're like, what's up in the camera? You're filming all this other stuff yeah, with yeah. it. And I'm like, this dude knows how to, be, like, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm making a statement to, it's a testament to, yeah, I, I see what you're talking that. about, because it's amazing. No, nah, I appreciate that. And I didn't answer your question all the way, Devon, about how I got into the food. Really, my my mom, I would post like a picture of something here and there in my stories. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. 
And I would just send her a little clip of how I made it. And it was my mom that was just like, you better than half the people I watch on YouTube. And I remember I came out from my mom's, my mom's 70th. And uh, she was just showing me videos. We watched this guy, we watched that guy, we watched this guy. And it, it, it was just a bunch of, um, hey, how you doing? This is Cedric. You know what I'm saying? Just say, no, no. Make sure before we watch this video, we show you these lamp taps. And it was all this talk and talk and talk. The video was like 13 minutes long, but they really, they're telling you about onions and scat. Like, we know this shit already. Well, I, I say this. Those videos are who they're for. But when I would watch it, I was just like, obviously, I don't feel like hearing all that. And, my, and my, you know, people just want to watch. Uh, I don't know what people want to watch. I know I make videos for people like y'all that are like in, interested in, in, in entertained by the details. There's some people that don't care like what I'm doing versus someone that has zero detail. They like them both the same. I don't really, I'm not, I don't make stuff. I do make stuff that I want to watch. And I'm like, y'all that are like, even if I can't do it, I, I observe it. And I'm like, yo, this is different. And that's all I, that's the only people I make it for. That's it. And I can tell those people that come up and kind of, you know, just this hand, just the hand say, yo, yo, I like what you did there. So I see what you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, there's, and there's people, even with the context stuff, like people that I think are way, you know, further beyond me, like Q Guyton. And he's like, dog, you got the, the illest shit in the city coming, you know, coming from him. And I'm like, and that's why I'm like, where that's all I need. Like where I know I'm I know I'm doing the right thing. I mean, even you you watch like I mean you were talking about like those intros, the like, share, subscribe. It's interesting watching, you know, we went we came from like a big budget film aspect, and then YouTube came and it was kind of like people were copying what they saw in film. So I remember old YouTube videos where they had like full on intros, like the tiger roared and stuff like that. And moving all the way that progression to now TikTok, where I'll be on TikTok, and if you start your video by talking, I'm flipping up. Like I'm like, right. if you don't get to it, like we do not have time for all y'all. <laughs> like none of that stuff. At all. And that so goes back to that goes back to old an older person trying to look young or big person trying to dress like a skinny person you just got to figure out what your resources are why you're unique why you're unique and to go after it and people are learning on those platforms okay don't imitate what the big budget is if we don't have a big budget yeah hey shit if the color looks no, black and white that shit let's go yeah. let's do it let's do this and that's and that's how you got to operate in life life is it's way more simple than we make it now, way more simple now we gotta we gotta put you on the hot seat uh, okay. Only because people get in our DMs and put us on the hot seat because they know. Uh, <laughs> are 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 the context videos still going on? Are they coming back? We've had you on the show before. One, we're gonna stress this again. Don't just hit him up being like, "Y'all want to be on a context video." He'll yeah. find you. Same thing yeah, with like sure. you know, like I said, it's very difficult to hit people with limited resources. We do have people that will hit us up like, yo, we want to do an interview. And I'm like, we'll look into it. We're trying to get it together. But also, like, everything we do, we pay for ourselves. And uh, we just ain't got all the time in the world. Like, if I yeah. had all the time in the world and I had the money, absolutely, we got you. But, like, right. I had to go to work. I'm sorry. Yeah. has to go to work. I'm sorry. So, but a lot, a lot of people really missed the videos and want, and want them coming up because it was something they were always looking forward to. And I will say this, just from trying to film our own stuff, I know the amount of work. 
like I'm sorry, I don't know. I have an idea of the amount of work that it has to go into filming those videos. Like yeah. it's a ridiculous amount. So I mean, one, tell us about like that work that goes into it. And are you continuing with it? Are you moving to food? Are you what what do you have planned? What do you have in store for? Uh yeah, no, that's that's good. I think absence makes the heart go founder. Um, you know, sometimes I, I, I honestly I move off of inspiration. Sounds corny, even I feel terrible even saying that out loud. But most of the people that I've worked with in, in the city, even interviews like this, I, I get invited to interviews and stuff like that all the time. But if I'm inspired to do anything, you know, a lot of people that have been on your page, like, how, how do you not work with a Rob Billet? How do you not work with a Milo? How do you not work with a lot of these people? Like, I'll hit, I'll reach out to them because they've done something and I'm like, I want to work with you. Uh, quick question, is it coming back? Oh, of course, of course. The food is not a distraction. That's just something where you gotta you gotta stick with those camera skills. I cook all the time, so putting the camera up and doing that, I can do that blindfolded. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not hard work. I'm just I'm just good at it now. Um, it's definitely coming back. Um, when I don't know, uh, but I definitely check in. I'm looking at new, maybe new things to add. Keep it the same. I kind of you know go back and forth with that, and I got some sitting in the can. So when I do roll it out, I do got some already ready, locked and loaded. Oh, um, but yeah, in terms of like, you can reach out to me, but don't don't get upset if I don't like, you know, uh, I don't think that it's part of that that context DNA. Uh, just don't be upset. But I'll also give you a chance. Like, hey, look, I, I heard your songs. You're sending me an album. Your your style of music isn't isn't really bar driven. Do you have anything that's bar driven? And I'll, I'll judge it off of that. But it's just basically my judgment. It's not based off of what I think you can do or what you're going to be in the music industry. I'm just looking at, I'm looking at bar heavy or just really lyricists to go on this platform. I'm not even going to vet your, your lyrics when you show up. When you show up, hey, give me what you got. I already trust that you got lyrics. So you can send me anything. I know uh, my man Broderick reached out to me and he gave me some uh, C Green. I, I didn't know who C Green was. And he sent me some C Green freestyles and immediately I didn't have to know him. It was, you know, I said it before. I'm not, you know, I'm not like in the click or I have to like work with people I know. I just work with people that are dope. I don't even have to like you. Yeah. I don't even have to really, I don't like you. I'm like, you dope. Would you, would you come on? Yeah, of course. That's it. And so I heard C Green. I'm like, God damn, this nigga cold blooded. That's it. But I've heard some that they reach out and I'm like, it's not that I don't think you cold but from what I've heard. I don't. Uh, that's not what I'm looking for. That's it. That's it. But it's definitely it's definitely coming back. And and I know and it is it's dope. I wish I could be back just all the time doing it. I'm just not really inspired by it right now. Uh, but it's it's definitely coming and watching like Harry Mack videos. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know who Harry Mack is. I don't. Who is this? I don't. Who's Harry Mack? Oh my gosh. It's, it, it pains me that I think the illest freestyle MC is a white dude. <laughs> the hair that looks like Ellen. It pains me, uh, pains me. But this brother is so cold, man. So cold. But, um, but watching him and the joy that he's bringing. And the thing is, you know what? He freestyles in public in like weird places. And he doesn't belittle people when he's freestyling about him, about their clothes. And he's not shitting on. He's almost there, like brighten your day. And I, that that shit makes me want to like do shit like that. Just like make someone happy. Like you know, like you know, um. You know, everyone's not happy to to come on your 
podcast, but some people are like, yo, thank you for having me on the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's yeah. like when you do get that, it's like that's oh, that's dope. I'm glad I'm I in a I'm in a position to to bring joy to someone like that for something I wanted to do anyway. And that's kind of all I'm hunting down for. But that is coming back, that inspiration. So that is definitely coming back. I found some some folks, they hit me, they be tapping me like the, you know, the Devontae Hunters. That boy's always ready to go. Yeah. He's on go. Yeah. He, boy, always on go. Uh too raw, all these dudes. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? You know, uh God King. Is I preach on here yet? Of course. We yeah. had God King preach. Yeah. I gotta check that episode out. That brother, that brother. Hey, hey, it was like two or three episodes ago, but yeah. yeah. And I think I the great thing about it too is it's great seeing the progression of a lot of these artists and when they're going through and putting real like Rob had put together a little video, not for this album, but the last one, and you're seeing clips that he filmed with you that's in that. Oh, wow. Or even when, we're, when we go back to post stuff, because a lot of the, I love it when we interview artists and I, you know, mm-hmm. we're looking at their stuff and I was like, oh, thank God they got a context video. Because it's a nice, <laughs> solid video that yeah. they got. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. okay, this is a good video. It's them freestyling. I ain't got to worry about it getting taken down. Like, yeah. I don't know what be happening on Instagram sometimes. Because sometimes it's like, yeah. the artist right. will hit us up like, God, I'm not even in control of that. Like, I have no yeah. idea why they got taken down. And yeah. so it's like, no, this is, it shows their craft. It shows them in different light. It's great right. video. And so, yeah, it's always nice to see. Like I said, when we had yeah. two raw, when you were just saying, yeah. like, people that are happy to be doing what they're doing, yeah, he, like, epitomizes that. Like, he's just like, I love that. Yeah. like I'm very happy. <laughs> like, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, and, I, lo- and I, lo- I love tapping them and, you know, challenging them, what you got for me, you know what I'm saying? But And, and they, and I know when they come, they, they come in, oh, man, these dudes. And I love the platform context, right? Because initially when I first got it, people were just kind of just, you know, some bars they had around that maybe it was on the album no one heard or something like that. But then when people started seeing people come on and getting to it, getting to it, people want to come back on and like, oh, no, no, I got to like really show that. And then you can see people almost talking to other MCs that went before them, but they're really talking to MCs that are coming after. Yeah. And they just know like, no, this, this, I got to make sure when they come and look through these videos that I stand out. And I, that's, that's where I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And um, yeah, I think uh, speaking of like just videos and looking at what you guys do, just going to look back and man, this, you guys got a lot of, a lot of uh, content that could be used for just different documentaries. And it's a lot of storytelling in there. And then before you guys, like I would have guest songs. And I was doing interviews before mm-hmm. and I would try to pull up other interviews just to kind of figure out who they were, maybe figure out what I'm going to ask or not to ask because everyone's been asking it. Ain't had no interviews. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I didn't even know how Britney, I didn't even know how Britney, uh, I say Britney Spears, just, I know how Britney, just Britney, I didn't know she had an accent until she got like interviews. She had no yeah. other interviews. Yeah. Like, how, how does she, how does she have songs on the radio? I don't, I don't understand that. But it, it wasn't a whole lot of like platforms like what you guys are doing. Just saying, hey, let's, let's take our talents and make a platform and highlight other, other people where we, we're not necessarily getting much out of it other than the joy of doing it. It could lead to something, but it's like, yo, let's just do this. I think they need to be highlighted. They need to be spotlighted. And instead of asking someone else, you should get them, you should get them. You make your own platform and do it. Mm-hmm. And it comes back around and speaking of Rob, my first time even meeting Rob, I had heard about him way before, but uh, it wasn't, I still haven't done a context freestyle with him, but I did 
uh, it was, what was I calling it? I was just calling it uh, first uh, context visual, original yeah. visual. So basically, yeah. so I basically, I was basically looking at people's albums and songs that inspired me. I was like, yo, did, have you done a, a, a video to this? And if they said no, I'm like, you want to do one? It could be old, new, it didn't matter. I'm like, you want to do one? I would knock out a video for it on the context platform, but for them. And that's kind of how I met Rob. It was a record he did with Jedi, which I didn't even know. Jedi Master, I know y'all had him. Yeah. That brother's, that brother's cool. And um, when we were in an Uber on the way to that, that I think you guys posted it where you saw that dilapidated building and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. We were on the way there. He was just telling me a story. He goes, you know, Rob, was, he, you know, he went through some shit. I know that's his story to tell. But he was telling me what he was, he wasn't inspired. Speaking of inspiration, he wasn't inspired to do music, second and third. He said he saw an interview. He said, I can't remember what it was. It was, it was a big interview. It was like on Complex or it was on like, you know, whatever it was. He couldn't remember. But it was, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Ken Boyd is, the stand-up comic. Huh. Yeah, I do. Out of Houston, who's now doing big things on Godfather Hall of uh, uh, the last the last OG. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's moving around with Tony Rock and LOL with Kevin Hart, just doing big shit. Out of Houston, that was just fucking with everybody here. Left this some great things. I did an interview with him and he was like, pretty much lined up how he even got into it because he was in that hip-hop space. That's why I wanted to interview him. He was talking about how MC Kane got him into the game and how, you know, he ran down people he worked with like the Dante's and the, the Propane's and the skits he was doing with D-Lo. And I was like, I didn't even realize that was him. I was going Grace and all this kind of shit, right? And then he started breaking down his verse on Donnie Houston's mic check and how that came to be. And he said, I saw one. It was Rob Gillette. He was getting it. He said he was inspired. He said, let me do one. He did something, you know, comedically epic. That was dope. But he was giving a lot of good words to, to Rob and his energy and all that kind of stuff. And, and Rob heard that. So I'm in the car and Rob's telling me about this. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm kind of like, oh, I kind of asked him something about that. But I'm just listening to him. I'm not realizing he's talking about the interview that I did with him that he said was big. <laughs> he didn't realize, but but also told me that the content, it was it was good to his eye. It didn't seem like some bullshit. He saw, it was like, yo, it was on some big platform. That's what he said. He didn't know who I was. And he said it. I was like, I'm in the car, I was like, you know, because he saw I was shooting with I, and Rob didn't know I was shooting with an iPhone until we was on the way there. And he was like, <laughs> man, I ain't know you shooting because you know Rob don't. He, you know he always give it up. I man, I ain't know you shooting no iPhone up. Yeah. And I was like showing him some videos. He was like, man, I mean, look, looks cool, looks cool. And but I told him I said like, that interview you saw. I was like, I shot that. And he was, I, I actually interviewed him and did all. And he was like, he didn't say nothing. But I, but the fact that it came back let me know. I was you know some small things let you know you're on the right track. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't keep your head down. You don't always have to have your hand out looking for a bag for everything. Sometimes it's just move off inspiration, do what you want to do. If if my life ended today or, you know, whatever ended and I wasn't being successful, I never had a big part in the industry or whatever, would you be mad at taking these steps? And if it's no, you're doing the right thing because everything else is just going to be, you know, uh, gravy, as they say. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think people. Uh, progress. Even the names you're naming, like we we've had them on the podcast. You know, talking to Jedi, mm-hmm. where he was like, I don't know, I was kind of uninspired and kind of done with it. And now you see him coming full circle, and yeah. now he's like, Yo, I'm back in it, and he's producing for Rob. Seeing Rob get mm-hmm. reinvigorated by making rice. I mean, you bring up yeah, yeah, you bring up Donnie Houston, who was a DJ, and I don't mm-hmm. think he had any plans on starting a podcast. Ever. Yeah, yeah, and, right. and now he's got that going. So it's like yeah. you never know where the creativity is going to take you. 
And yeah, it's nice and, to have it yeah. Facts. And you see that, you know, you know, Donnie's well connected in the city. So he was able to get people that a lot of people can't get. Yeah. So now you see you see him out in Miami with, with Elliot shooting for um a DJ Screw Art Basil. And you represent yeah. you representing that in, in a city that's not even yours. You know, that's some that's some fly shit. And a lot of times it only comes from people who are just, you know, willing to like, you know, grind it out and just do dope shit. Just do dope. Just be dope, man. A lot of things will come out of that. Yeah. If you're trying to be a, just make your best better. That's it. Like I said, that life isn't hard anymore. You can you can research anything. Like when I came up, man, you know, when I was movie, trying to shoot a movie, I mean the camcorder was dumb expensive. Trying to trying to find an editing bay was you that's not even like a real thing. Mm. Unless you're taking two VHS decks and trying to record it. It was now shit. We have the shit that people complain about, like Instagram and shit like that. That's literally literally. If you made a film back when I was coming up, you had to submit all all this money and submit it and try to get on a film festival just to have people to see it. You have a film festival at your film at any moment. Mm-hmm. So so anyone that's making film, any, any create, it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to be a filmmaker to just create shit. You don't have to be called a filmmaker or a videographer. Just do what you do. Just know that you have a audience. You you have you don't have to like invite people. Like just post the shit. Like yeah. if if I had if I had thirty people here right now to watch a short film that I made, uh, that that's that's fucking dope to, to view it. And then now I'm looking at you getting getting eight hundred, three hundred, you no know, views on a on a on a post, which is not comparable to what people are doing. But to me, I'm like, oh, that's that's fucking dope to walk out in the city and people are like, oh, I saw that shit you did. Are you the dude that does this? I'm like, oh, no, this, okay, this is this is a wonderful this is a wonderful day. I don't know what people talk about. And you know what? That's, right that's a good way to look at it because you're right. If if you did have a short film or you did any kind of showing, an art festival, yeah. or anything, and thirty people showed up, you'd be like, "Oh, this is success!" Like I oh, built yes. up the room, you know that kind of thing. But it's weird yeah. when we translate to this, where you're like, "Oh, only thirty people viewed it." Yeah, and you're like, yeah, thirty people viewed the, it. Like, yeah. And I and I feel like I should be like, because a lot of those things, like even the the, the thing you saw, what I I had the um, I think it was called Independent. I called it. I was gonna go somewhere with it. It was supposed to be chronological, but I, I have other one. But it was everything else was just trash after that film. After that, but um, that's a short. That's a short film, a micro, whatever it is. Like people will watch that, consume it, and enjoy it. And you know, I could have like had like a listening session around it, which I wish I would have. But but it doesn't matter. Even if I didn't, you know, everyone's seen that. Not everyone, but. Everyone I know in my they've seen that at some point and they've commented like, yo, this is this is really dope. Hmm. And I just feel like a lot of people just um are super romantic about their content. It has to be perfect, don't have to be perfect. Uh, they they tell you all the time you gotta you gotta fail to get good. Like just post the shit. Once it's out there, you'll start to realize what's good and bad about you. That's probably one good thing about stand-up is that the audience talk that told you what was funny about you. Yeah. You're either gonna laugh at it or not, and then you got to figure out. Okay, let me take this this joke that's 13 words. Let me make it seven. It feels long. As I'm telling it, it feels long. You know how it is. I don't know. I'm loquacious, so I I get the feeling when I'm talking to people. I, I'm talking a little too much. They're not really feeling this, but sometimes I'm talking. <laughs> but sometimes you talk and you know they with you. And but if you know they're not feeling it, you know you kind of just kind of cut it short and scene. And I think. Um, yeah, I think that today it's a, it's a beautiful day, man. You can just think of something, try to do it, post it, and see how they react, and try to get better and better and better and better. 
at a very low cost. Hey, Corey, move your mic from your lapel. Oh, fancy. There you go. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh. I know what he was doing. I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. <laughs> it's it's just coming in and that's yeah. it. Yeah, never mind. I don't want to focus on it. <laughs> so I was helping you out, brother. You no, I appreciate no, I appreciate. <laughs> he pays yeah. he pays attention to detail. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> no, no, you didn't hear it? It was good. Oh, 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 I did. I, I got to be honest. Uh, better at the sound guy. I couldn't, I, I couldn't hear I what y'all. I couldn't hear. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I know, I know you couldn't hear it, Corey, but I was like, Devon yeah. has to hear it. But I go, no, he got to yeah. that. We got to pay better attention to details. <laughs> That's why our backgrounds look like this. You look like you at an office. Nah, nah. Well, one thing I have to ask, Corey. It, 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 it is. Especially with the series that you did with, with, with me and Devon's voice on it. Um, um, mm-hmm. did, did the pandemic kind of slow it down? Because I remember one episode, Bicycle. Bicycle. That, oh, was during, yeah. that was during the pandemic, and I was yeah. amazed because you was uh you took your bike, you went to uh, the basketball court, you were shooting. That's when I realized I was thinking Corey, uh, he could play basketball. You did drills. Uh, I was yeah, like, yeah, did, yeah. The, did the pandemic slow that series down? No, I think it was just uh, what I'm saying, just being too critical. Mm. And I was like, eh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And then sometimes it's like you get stuck trying to figure something out. I just go, let me just move on. Because otherwise you won't do anything. So I'll just, if, I, if I'm stuck, if I'm out of, I'll just go somewhere else and just move on. And then come back to it when my mind is different. Okay. How do you find a balance but, between, I, 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 and this is just for our sake, because I will say that I probably have the more critical standoffish take and my brother will have the like, you should. We should just put this out. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's not ready. We don't have the website together. We don't have this mm-hmm. together, and it all has to hit at the same time. And he's like, "But what if? What if we just put it out and we find out what happens?" And I'm not gonna lie. He he was he's right. So that's the thing. Like, how do you strike a balance between like, I want this to be perfect, but also. I might take a while on trying to attain a perfection that I might not reach. I, I guess it really depends on what the end goal is. Um, if, you know, like if, if it's, if you're a gun for hire and you get paid for it, it's, I think, in, hey, work on it, being perfect, whatever, someone. But if we're just being creative like us, and I'm saying, I'm only saying this because I've done, I've done both. I've held on to something and had uh, what they call uh, completion anxiety. And it's like, I don't know, just say, I'm going to add something else that there. But I, the only reason why I dropped it, because I realized it's never going to be, it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. And, but it only gets better when you give it to, what we do, it only gets better when you give it out and you kind of see how people respond to it. They like it, they don't, they engage, whatever. And you kind of go, okay, I could have, uh, and you, you'll beat yourself up about it. I should have added, I should have did this. Or I should have started with that. And then, then, then. so, you know, when you go to the next thing, that's all, that all that keys up and you start to get better. You don't even, you don't even realize. And I, I went from someone who missed on a lot of details to someone now gets a lot of compliment on his details, but that came from posting a lot of shit that yeah. didn't have no details. Yeah. And you just, and I think, uh, 
uh, it was a scene in the Three Kings. I don't know if you remember that with Ice Cube, Mark Wahlberg, yeah, yeah. and George Clooney. I remember that. Making the gold. Yep. And it was one of the it's one of the end scenes towards the end. I think George Clooney was saying to Ice Cube's character, he was just like, "Yo, how come you?" He said, uh, "I'm scared. How do you how do you do it?" He was like, "Just do it and get the curves later." And that was a scene that just hit me. I'm like, eh, just just Nike's been saying, it. and it's all these all these like tropes and all these like great quotes are all around us. But it don't necessarily hit until it hits. And nothing you could tell. That's why something like it's nothing I could, I could tell you. Your parents have been telling you the right things to do all the time, but it don't really hit until it needs to hit. Or just it just is what it is. There's this 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 anecdotal story I heard about the caterpillar and the butterfly. And it was this caterpillar asking this butterfly, yo, what is it, what is it like to be a butterfly? And the butterfly just wouldn't answer and just fly off, whatever. Ask him every day, yo, what is it? Can y'all tell me what it's like to be a butterfly? Caterpillar went into his cocoon, came out to be a butterfly. And the caterpillar was like, hey, what's it like to be a butterfly? The butterfly was answering him, but the caterpillar couldn't hear. And it's just like, you're just not going to know until you know, basically what the, the, yeah. the story was. And so sometimes that's why I think you just got to like, instead of going, should I get into this cocoon yet? You just go into the cocoon and just be a butterfly. And that's, that's it. That's all I can think of. I will admit, because yeah. it's like, even with because uh, uh, it happens with us. Like, my, my dad took me out to dinner, like, a couple on my birthday. Like, and mm-hmm. was like, hey, uh, great job on doing everything. You should be writing more. <laughs> I was like, nigga, like what, what do you know about writing? He was like, duh, I don't. Like, but I know you're good at it, so you should write more. Like life, you like life come at you fast. Like he yeah. goes, I, he goes, I'm a pretty creative person. Like I was very creative, and he goes, I'm probably the funniest person you know. He's not, but that's what he say. No, uh, he, got the he was like, I love it. I love it. He was like, duh. <laughs> then y'all came. And I had kids and a wife, and then life came. Like he's yeah. like, now he's like, that's what happened. He goes, while well, you got the opportunity to be creative, just go do it. Like, yes. you know, no. I mean, yeah, we do. Essentially, what it was. That's I love. I see. I love that, and that's what. I, that's in a roundabout way. It's all. That's all I'm saying is like, yo, be creative. Put it out. Put it out. Put out. You're gonna get better. At some point, you can delete the bad shit. Like if you look yeah. at my page, it starts at 2016, 17. And it's just the dopest shit ever. Because there's a point, it starts there. Instagram been around a lot longer. And I've been mm-hmm. on it a lot longer. But there's a reason why it started in 2017. This is adequate to me. This is this is fine for me. There was a lot of bullshit. And we get better. Just look at, just remember Instagram when we first started. And we would put like, maybe like two and three filters on pictures. And look nasty. Go to, go down <laughs> people's page. Like, God damn, I can't even see this motherfucker. But it looked cool. Our eyes said it was cool then. Yeah, we do, but but now we're on a page merged with great photographers, amateur photographers, inspired photographers, all that shit. So even the people that don't even care about photography understand photography. You understand too bright, too bright composition. You start to understand a little bit things, even though that's not even a hobby anymore. Now everyone's a good photographer. That's yeah. why people are way more critical on photographers now. Like if you're if you call yourself a photographer, models are like. <laughs> I can do that with my iPhone. And that's because we learn, we start to learn more and more. And the, and the things that you're seeing that, I, that I'm doing, that I learned from someone else, y'all are naturally going to be better at, better at, better. Because you learn, when you start to do stuff, I don't like how this sounds. It should just sound like this. How can I, you know what, Let's, how can I get this sound better? Where you wouldn't have done that before if you don't know what good sound sounds like. Or if you don't have, you know, so 
man, I don't know where I was going with that, but I do know that we in a uh, we in a way better place. I think I was going to mention um, damn. You was going to talk about uh, back in the day everybody looked like they was in oil paintings. <laughs> I just remember every every hood dude looked like he was in the middle of a Renaissance painting. I was like, Josh, what yeah. filters are these? And they were just, yeah. but I, but see, I never I never even thought that. I just was like, oh, that's what you do. You yeah. put a lot of filters. I was literally on like, oh, that's that's they filter. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, Fifty Cent, you look like you are yeah. standing next to Jesus in a Leonardo Yo. da Vinci painting. <laughs> but that's cool. You on the block. Uh, and, yeah. and we were all just like, okay, and then one day it just stopped. Yeah, figured it out. Avery had a post. I don't, this was your post, Avery, on Twitter. It said, um, putting a, cam- putting a camera on this on the phones of downfall of man. And I was like, man, it, yeah, because you can anything that you can do great things with, you could do great damage with. Yeah. You know, you've heard an analogy about fire, it can heat the house or it can burn the house, all that. shit. And that's what the phone camera is to me. But I'm looking at it. I, I'm seeing, I'm just seeing all the good things with it and all of this, the, how creative you can be. People shoot in places and get fines for shooting in places. I'm like, shoot with your fucking phone. Yeah. I'm not going to say shit. Yeah. Shoot with your phone. Yeah. You coming in with a rig and this and a mic and all that kind of shit. Yeah, of course they're going to tell you that hey, you can't record it here. Everyone records with a phone. Yeah. They don't say shit about phones because that's like, no, that's fine. And it's just as, I don't know. And I don't understand that. And I hope they never do understand it. It's like, it's just like, you know, Chappelle talking about motherfuckers saying skeet, skeet, skeet on the radio. They just don't get it. They're yeah. just behind it. And why they don't get it, man, take advantage of that shit. Take advantage. Well, want. I mean, bringing up that skeet. Oh, I forgot to mention the, uh, a Houston team, the Sugarland Skeeters. Yeah. That's my team name ever. They gave me. Well, I wasn't. The Sugarland <laughs> Skeeter. I got a they, jersey. They put it up to a vote to the children, and God bless the children. They voted on Skeeter like Mosquito. And I know the news was like, oh, they chose it like Mosquito, but I was like, I know these kids. Mm-hmm. They chose. Because I said, yeah. I just want to go to a, a game and go all skeet, 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 and, and get a yeah. response. They probably. Play that. I'm sure there's a smart DJ that's like, <laughs> oh, it's got to be a DJ that does that. Not in Sugarland, not, sir. Not, not in Sugarland. Sugar nah, Sugarland, they give it up too. Uh, I was about to say, have you been that on, uh, online at any time? Like all, all Africa, what do they call it? AAVE? Highway 6 God, sir. It's all the slang of like every white kid that plays Fortnite or Grand Theft Auto or whatever. Like when I was looking there, I was looking at Fortnite. No, I was looking at Grand Theft Auto videos and they kept saying on gang. And I was like, what? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. all the kids like, no, 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 you're not supposed to do that on gang. And I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, what yeah, is on going gang. on? But- hey, hey, it creeps, it creeps <laughs> in. Like, like, like cracking and popping. I don't know, most people don't even know that's like, you know, yeah. blood and and, yeah, you know, and, I, I'm, and me, I'll be like, it was popping. I'll be saying that to like, not even realizing what I'm doing. Yeah. It was cracking, cuz. You remember? And they be like, like <laughs> there were very serious conversations. And then I felt yeah. like it went by the wayside of whether artists should be crip walking. And then Duh. it just kind of mm-hmm. got away. And then they were like, well, they're not crip walking, they're dancing. I'm like, they're, they're crip walking. They're <laughs> they're not. They're gang. They are gang dancing. 
Gang oh, yeah. dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I know, like, I've, I saw a dude crip walking in a Chicago Bulls jersey. Yeah. And you're they like, call him, uh, they call him, yeah, they call him, yeah, they call him a uh, brisk crown. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's wild out here. Yeah, but I didn't even know, like, you know, like that. Houston, a dad that Houston game hat. joke. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Bring it. The, uh, <laughs> I didn't know that that the Houston Astros hat, right? Because it has that H on it, right? That's a, yeah. a crip. And you be doing the wrong shit, and you don't even know what's going on. Man, it's dangerous. it can be dangerous out here sometimes. Actually, yeah. I didn't realize Houston, uh, depending oh. on what part, because it's either part of a Hispanic gang mm-hmm. or it's part of, like, another gang. Like, Houston jerseys get used a lot in, yeah, gang, really. in gang uh, dress. So go to, go to LA and wear a Houston hat. See yeah, yeah, like I'm from Houston. They're like, nah, yeah. sorry, nah, you ain't. Yeah, sorry. you ain't getting a pass. <laughs> like, or even, oh, or, or even, or even the, you know, just certain of, uh, you know, authorities. They see that they're hip to, they hip to that certain tattoos, yeah. certain hats, what they mean. And he's wearing the wrong shit, and they think, oh, okay, I know what this is. He repping a set, and yeah. it's one of the gangs gonna get you, blood, Crips, Latin Kings, cops. One of them will get you. <laughs> I'm like, we yeah. were just in the world. See, I, that would be my biggest fear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to explain yeah. it. Like, I'm on my knees. Like, we were just in the world series. Yeah. It's just yeah. a hat, man. man. That's like, why you got to represent the Skeeters. All skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> right, Somebody's going to take it. Somebody's going to take it. Um, so, what, I, what, I, what, what I've noticed, right, in most of, most of your interviews, it'll be. Um, Avery, he gets he gets the great intro, right? Then Devon is doing like the meat of it, and then Avery, you get quiet. We talked about this, sir. Yes. I said, "Why do you be getting quiet? You be sitting there like, I'm like, I know Avery got some shit to say. Well, now I gotta say it because <laughs> I hate Zoom. My brother, no, like hates, we were talking about, uh, we were talking hates. about. Why are you exposing me? We talked about this last night. We were talking about. We were it <laughs> go back and forth, but then this happened, the pandemic. And Devon was like, we got to stop. I was like, let's just do Zoom. Uh, now, me, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Me personally, I like that. Let's just do it anyway. But I personally yeah. hate Zoom. But then it got, because Devon, like, is a writer and all this other stuff, it's it's good. Like, I genuinely enjoy it. But, like, I, and plus, it's, you can't catch the timing. Like, we're all good here, friends. But then Devon and you will start talking and, I feel like sometimes if I chime in, it's like it's derailed. Like I took a clip of of me, Devon, and Rob talking, and then they were going back and forth. But I said something, Rob, like, "Well, well," and it's like yeah. it messes up the flow. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Some, some, you know what? Sometimes it does. But I'll say this: when I watch the Breakfast Club, I can see the frustration in someone like Charlemagne, who probably is like a who probably could really know how to like begin and pace and complete an interview, and then you're in there, and then someone. You know, you may have like a relationship question. It throws him off from the setup he had to get him to be able to answer stuff they wouldn't answer no one else. So I get it, but then, then but there's times where that kind of conversation draws because that's almost like a normal conversation yeah, instead I, of like I, a map that so it does both so both work. But I always wonder, I always wonder. I was like, I was like, yo, is Devon being like, hey, nigga, shut the fuck up during this interview, all right? Cool. Behind uh, the scenes, so, so Devon is like, nigga. <laughs> Nigga, and I was okay, like, first off, I was gonna say, now nah, I'm, gl- I'm glad we're getting this out. First of all, when we were in the live studio, yeah. you 
when you would see us from the beginning, we used to have like hand signals, and it was very obvious. Like we tapped the table, like go da da, you da da. Got it. We work off each other. Zoom has a slight delay, and like if you talk at the same time somebody else talks, it cuts the sound out. And so that's why he's saying like that Rob thing where you'd be like, huh, what? And it like throws everything off. If you go back to our first Zoom where we were trying to get used to it, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm panicking. Like I'm looking like, am I? <laughs> I said, am I talking yeah. too much? Am I talking mm-hmm. too little? I don't know. So it took us a while yeah. to get used to that. But we're working on stuff. I know I keep that's pointing the background. If you look in our background, random things keep changing about this room in here. Like there used to be a futon in here and now it's gone. And now it's a bunch of trash. But that's not trash. That's unboxings. We're 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 getting back to the live element. Cause live works better. You can act off of people's emotions. There's immediate response. And there's yeah. a lot to be said about there was this study where they were saying like why people get so tired in Zooms, like why they get the Zoom fatigue. And they're like, because mm-hmm. it's unnatural to stare somebody in the face this, this long while yeah. having a conversation. They yeah. were like, you would always look away or you'd look off or da 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 da. But like, right, it's right. not human. They were like, yo, but like when you get in an elevator, they said this is, is very, definitely an American thing too. Uh, in America, we have a, a larger distance between us. So, like, when you get. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's, it that's exactly what happens. So like, so when you're oh, in an elevator in America, there's usually we like to stay arm length from each other. So I'm like, especially now right. during COVID, everybody goes immediately to the corners, and we don't look at each other. You know what I mean? Whereas like, yeah. there are some yeah. foreign yeah. countries yeah. you go to where people are used to standing closer to each other. Yeah. So it's like, like when I, I went to the Dominican Republic, I was like, Doug, why are you talking so close to me? Why? Like I'm right yeah. back up. But it's like you got to get like used to it, you know. So we we, we yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but yeah. that's interesting. I, you know, I saw that in the uh, the early versions of verses. They didn't understand the split and, and like you're saying the whole mute thing. Not at all. And like I remember when I was on live by myself, I could plug in my microphone and talk. And I remember I was doing a, a verses with O and E, and I think I was fifty. He's Ja Rule. Whooped his ass. I hope you see this over here. Whooped his ass. Had to. Bam, nigga. Anyway. <laughs> hey, the Brock, the Brock's is some dope motherfuckers. Have they been on here? Kane? No. Or Oni? Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to go. They, they, they minds work. They brains work way different. They, I should say they minds because somebody's going to try to pause me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, we were, but we were on there when... when he would start talking, or when we did that split. My microphone didn't work anymore, and I had to figure that out. And I had, you know, I had to use the actual audio from the phone, and then it sounded garbage. It was trash. So, I, so I wasn't mad at Teddy Riley. They were calling him old. I was just like, well, none of y'all would be able to figure it out either, because it's just he had to take all that audio shit off yeah. before he could do what he had to do. Yeah, you can't do all that. But yeah, I mean, even looking at things like verses, because I was like, ah, verses feels so a part of the culture now that you don't even realize oh, like, man. Dog, this started during the pandemic on Instagram like this ain't yeah. old at all and now yeah. we get a chance to see Busy Bone throw a bottle at Gangsta Boo but it's come full circle like I'm like now it's huge yeah uh, I'm gonna throw a bottle at 
I'm gonna throw a bottle at one of y'all niggas. <laughs> I see. He got the bottle. I said, I got the bottle out of us Hey, the funniest thing about is the way that. he gonna shoot it. He gonna catch it from this angle, this angle, yeah. that angle. The bottle's gonna crack, and then he's gonna film the the glass on the ground, and then it's gonna. Hey, turn you know what? Rob Gillette, and Rob's hey, gonna be like, like all off a pot. You sound like a good director, though. See? You sound like a good director. The best thing about, well, I'm not gonna say the best. I, I was disappointed. I, well, no. First of all, I went to I went to the uh, the Suffers taking the Bengals versus show. Oh, I love Cam, yo. God damn. It was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. But I was disappointed that I was missing the verses. And then <laughs> like, uh, uh, Bruce Floss texted me and was. He sent a text out, and it was just a video of Busy Bone throwing a bottle against the boot. And I was like, oh, well, that's canceled. He didn't throw that bottle that well. He didn't throw that bottle that good, though. I think I almost think that was some bullshit. I, so, he threw it. immediately after, Swiss sent out a message. It was on Instagram, and it was like, it was like right below the video. And it was like, don't ask me to break this up. Busy bit me. And a bunch of laughing faces. And I was like, wow. Doug, you think they did this to just get the views up? Cause I, I, I don't like, I, I, I say this. One I say this. Back in back in like the nineties, being a biter was it was looked down upon. Uh-huh. Uh the second thing, right? He threw the bottle like 50 cent through the first pitch at the game. He threw <laughs> like, it like at his feet. He threw it like at his feet or something. I'm like, that's not real, bro. I, I, know, I, I know, I know Busy know how to throw. Come uh, on. Yes. He yeah, maybe, maybe he doesn't. But I'm like, you, you saw the watch it, just watch it again and watch it goes right to his feet. Yeah. Now, again, let me say this. Cause cause if I say I'm he's faking and it make it sound like I, I'm calling him like like a bitch or something like that, but something didn't seem right about that. Nothing. When no one really gets, I know how to get. I'm not a fight. I know how to get to a nigga. It's no. Yes. I'm before to fight. So I know how to get to you. It ain't no like it, you know how to get to somebody. So the like it's, it seems more grandstanders when he threw it and it hit the ground. He hit nobody. Mm-mm. How you miss? I know. Yeah. I, I know. I, I know. He's somebody I wouldn't fuck with. So I know he know how to hit a nigga with a bottle and a microphone. He missed both of them. Now look, we on the same page. I was thinking the same thing. Okay. I was like, okay. yo. I said, I feel like this is, I'm like, we all know busy going busy. And I feel like they were just like, okay, so since we're expecting you to do something, why don't you do something? Like, yeah. we, know, yeah. we know you're going to yeah. busy. The, the funniest thing that I saw out of all of that, and it wasn't at the show, it was literally uh, somebody from the source. I think they were like the creative director or something at the time, whatever. They had tweeted out the source covers. And this is when Bone Thugs was like Bone Thugs. Yeah. 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 And they had four individual covers and they were all done wow. in old world style paintings. Like they had a, a I, remember this. Them, I remember this. And they yeah. were like dressed up like yep. no nobility or whatever. And he's yeah. like, notice Busy is dressed in camo because <laughs> she would not put on the costume. So yeah. I say all that costume. to say. <laughs> Busy always been himself, and busy gone busy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, yo, I, I don't care how. Because I was like, did they go to the back and be like, duh? I said because people were making jokes, like they went to the back and they said, busy, you messing up the money. 
you got to go yeah. back out there and apologize. And I said, I don't think they had that conversation with him at all because yeah. they would have been having that conversation with him since before 1996. Like, yeah. like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, it's hard to control. He's not that, in man. the look into my eyes video. He's not in like a bunch of videos. Right. He'd be like, I said, well, I don't he... know why y'all are trying to act like busy. Busy is David Ruffin, dog. When they make the when they make the the movie, like he like God, ain't nobody come to see you lazy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, even a thug love. He yeah. said he went to L.A. He waited outside to get Tupac's attention to record a song with him. Comes back and goes, I got a song with me and Tupac, and DJ Unique was like. No, we got a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bone had a solo song with Pac. He was yeah. like, oh, no, nah, we good. And then they found out, and it was like, yeah. put all of Bone Thug. <laughs> all of them. Damn. I'm not mad at it. Wow. I was like, yo, look. He, had, he has yeah. three songs with him. What was it? Stress? Yeah. Uh, he has uh, Thug Love, and I forgot the other one. But I'm like, yo, they, they just cut him up now. But that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, my thing is, when you pop up in your studio and Busy Bone standing outside, I feel like you just record the song. Like, I was like, I, yeah. And to be honest, he's from Ohio. To quote, to, quote, uh, to, quote, to quote Brian Busy Bone McCain, nigga, don't let the light skin fool you. I will fuck you up. <laughs> that's what he put at the beginning of his first single, Thugs yeah. cry. This nigga—he's yeah. about that life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like I feel—you know what? I feel like we should delete that portion when I said he might have been faking. <laughs> we don't. He might come looking for us. No, no, no. Before you gonna get a context, he gonna see. He gonna be like, I mean, I might as well freestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he do seem like someone just talked like a pimp for no reason. Yeah. Nah. Uh, do you have any cheese eggs? <laughs> Wait, huh? Why are you talking to the waiter like that? <laughs> Look, bitch, I need $10 on pump three, how? <laughs> Maybe I can record uh, a cooking video where he makes some cheese eggs. Full circle, baby. Full circle. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, now that I'm not even talking about making no money with that shit. I just want I like I like cooking that shit, just having fun with it. Oh no, 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 no. I say that the same. Yeah. He does like cooking because we was at Corey's house uh, okay. and it oh, was right. I, I, right. I remember and I'm not gonna lie to you, I had gone in your fridge. I gone in your <laughs> fridge before you suggested that you were gonna cook some tacos. And he I remember did. I opened up the fridge, and I was like, Oh, he ain't got nothing. And I closed the door and I sat down, he goes, Hey man. Uh, we had been talking for a couple hours. He goes, because we, we had a couple drinks. Niggas was hungry. And I was like, yeah, y'all want, want some, some tacos? And I yeah. was like, he, I, I said, I guess we can Uber some tacos real quick. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to make them real quick. And I, 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 in my mind, I was like, with what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, how is he going to do this? And yeah. he started going in that fridge and he's like, man, I got this, this. I got. The, I, I can do some stuff real quick, and yeah. it, it was delicious. It was. Delicious. I, appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, yeah, and that's cooking there, man. It's just. It's usually I've had so many house parties, and sometimes parties that weren't even house party turned into them. And if you're gonna have liquor, that's the other thing is food. Otherwise, women are gonna start leaving. So I learned how to cook real quick. You want something? But this is before Uber Eats. You know, it was like you know this is before delivery other than pizza. It was like you gotta learn how to just go in and 
I didn't plan to have y'all here, but you know what? Let's do the do, 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 and here you go, boom. And that's and that's yeah. And people learn learn how to cook. Gentlemen learn how to cook because Uber Eats is expensive and it's getting worse. Yeah, like way way forty dollars. I spent sixty dollars yesterday. From my, I got one, I got, I got, and I got it, some it'd be like one of So I was looking at, I was <laughs> like, say, you got some low key shit because you've been losing. I ordered, I ordered something, for, I ordered something for somebody else too, but I was looking at the bill and I was like, what? Something for somebody else? What's okay. happening? Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yo, every yeah. time, and Uber gets you by like they take the first charge and then they come back and they charge you for the tip after, and then they send you the bill like the next morning. Like, oh, hey, by the way, oh, you're, you're your Uber. No, you spent a hundred dollars, but it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> your, your Uber, yeah, your Uber charge that we said was this, it is now this. Yeah. And it's and it's just taking yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and, you, know, you know I was drunk. You know I was drunk. Yeah. You yeah. saw and me you know, going to different restaurants. <laughs> you knew I was drunk. You know I don't drive. <laughs> so I, you know I don't I don't I don't drive, right? So I don't have a car. So I Uber is like my friend. So I'm an Uber Platinum guy, so a lot of those things get waved off for me. So I, I really enjoy. I don't know. You guys do uh, Uber groceries? Have you done that yet? I I have not. I do, wait. No, I do do. Uh, I do Amazon, Amazon, Amazon Fresh, whatever, whatever same, it same. is. Yeah, same thing. They use like they they go to all the uh, <laughs> all the grocers. Yeah, Amazon. Okay, is I don't know why I go to. Uh, it took it took my brother a while. Cause I was telling them, I was like, dog, if you don't I like being have your groceries delivered or do curbside, I said, I'm telling you right yeah. now, unless you're going to Fiesta or like the Asian supermarket, like Hong Kong market, you try to get something Will special, you, there's yeah. no reason. And I tried, we try to convince my mom too, but my mom thinks that she can pick out the best fruits and vegetables. And I keep telling her, you can't. I'm gonna let you know right now. I said, it's, Brenda, it's, I've tried your watermelon. You like four out of ten. You four out of ten yeah. watermelon. Like I'm telling Call you, your mom, Brenda, is hilarious. Uh, oh, yeah, like, sometimes, sometimes it's sweet, but like them four sweet times, you ride on that. Like you like, yeah. oh, you like, yeah. You like yeah. the cowboys, like yeah. We had we got them rings, baby, and you like it's the It's like trying to look at a woman and say and say, "I bet she got some good pussy." You're gonna be wrong a lot of times. It don't. You just can't. You're never gonna be able to tell just by looking. You're, like, you're just like her clothes. Yeah. No. yeah. Do you ever? Do you ever? Do you ever squeeze your woman to be like, nope? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Like, not right, not right. Like, 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 like she's produce. Yeah. <laughs> no, that one's that one's Bruce. That's the bread. No, I'm this saying, one is Bruce. People need to just order your food. Just order it. They'll deliver it. First of all, it, it's it's in Walmart and H E B and all their best interests to deliver you the best, best yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. Wait, they yeah. put the trash out for everybody else. All, all I'm saying is this. When it comes to going to the grocery store, it is my happy place. Now that okay. my car has broken down I got to get a new one, mm-hmm. I survive off of, yeah, well, I'm like, well, they're just going to deliver Whole Foods anyway? Cool. But, like, <laughs> I like I like the lighting. We were in Fiesta yesterday, you and I, Divine. I like being in there and that particular Fiesta. I mean... 
Oh, oh, it's a bank. What, what's Fiesta? Let me know the address. It's, uh, what, what's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to go to the strip club? Uh, I was thinking about getting some groceries. <laughs> and, and the best Target, the best Target in now. Target, I'll give you Target. Target on Main Street at six ten. You just work. I swear about that. Yeah. We'll need to know which Fiesta it is. Nobody, everybody should know that. Everybody should know that. That's the best That's, target. That's yeah, and, and, and I know you, and I know, and I know you're talking about the employees. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Can I help you, <laughs> sir? Can I help you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you Absolutely. can. Uh, look, Laquisha. Yes, I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about quality of service. We don't have the best yeah. service. This, but, but the but the service is actually pretty decent, though. Oh, <clears> oh, uh, uh, for this area, for this area, yes. Because Jack in the Box over here has the worst service out of any Jack in the Box I've ever seen. And Jack in the Box is trash. Ever. Yeah. I've never I, seen I, a I've never been to want to make money. <clears throat> pull up the yeah, Jack yeah. in the Box and they just get on the thing like, hey, hey, <clears throat> the register ain't working. We ain't got no bread. We ain't got no meat. You want to order? <laughs> Be like, do yeah. I? Can what? I, can <laughs> I, can I do an order? Jack? And there's a lesson in there somewhere. You want fries? You can yeah. Like, right. hey, you know what? It is. It's. It's funny when you go to certain jobs where a lot of times people don't. They're almost in your head, and they're thinking he probably thinks I'm not important or not going to be somebody. So a lot of times, that attitude comes from not just like in the job. It comes from they think if you think I'm unhappy, I'm I'm unhappy with this job. You think better of them. It's like no, just do your job. You know, that's my. That's my feeling. That's my feeling. Just do your job. Because I'm good at all it. this. All workers of the world, I don't look down on nobody because I'm going to let y'all know right now, we're all poor. I look down on Jack. Like, I'm mad at Jeff Bezos. I'm not mad at you. Like, Jack, Jack uh, Freeman. I think Jack's doing Jack's I mean, Jack, if Jack Freeman owns Jack in the Box, I'm mad at him. All right. <laughs> that, that's who I'm mad at. Like I said, I'm mm -hmm. mad at the owners, but I'm like, I'm like, ma'am, I'm not mad at you. I'm over here trying to get a four for four because I'm poor. And you're working there because you're poor too. We all poor. If somebody's if somebody's gonna judge, if somebody's gonna judge you for where you work, they're gonna judge you whether you got an attitude or not. And I'm just like, you might as well, might as well have a good attitude. I got a, I got a question to kind of derail this. I don't know how much time y'all got. What y'all think about that? Uh is it is it Kyle Rittenhouse? What y'all think about that that trial? The Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Okay, here's my thing about the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Uh, I definitely think the man is guilty. <laughs> like, but he got off. I, I've never. How can I put this? I'm gonna put this the same way I phrase anytime I'm debating, uh, like white rapper shit. Uh, I'm never concerned with the actual doer of the stuff like when Kyle Rittenhouse got caught I'm like yo he needs to go to trial and we're going to figure out all of this stuff that happens but all of the stuff that surrounds it I'm always like okay look at that like when you had so many white people coming up like oh no he's automatically innocent and I was like dog you you could wait like 10 seconds so we could find out any level of information right. and the wildest thing about right. it is <clears throat> And, and, and I, I, I could never prove this. I could never prove it. But Kyle Rittenhouse's victims were white. Yeah. They were white. They just happened to be at a, a protest 
that was involved in like Black Lives Matter. And I feel like his victims were not displayed in the media because this would just look like white on white crime. Like every time I saw it, they were like, oh, Kyle Rittenhouse killing two Black Lives Matter people. And I was like, Damn, I was raising this like he killed two black people. And I was like, guy, let me jump. Let people. me jump in here. Let me jump in here. Cause I like go where you go. I like where you go the boss. This shit, this pissed me off. Cause yo, I heard about this. Y'all, I was hot, mad. This nigga, this nigga shot two motherfuckers. I didn't know who he shot, but just the fact that he left and was able to go home and then turn himself yeah. in. His mom dropped him yeah. off. Yo, all this shit had me so mad. The trial came out. I was like, how does this motherfucker get off? I was pissed. So I started looking more into it. <laughs> the more I looked into it, the more I got mad at the fact that they put these stories out and they omit shit knowing it's going to make us mad. Yeah. Yep. Like, like, like we, we, we shouldn't, we should, we should not, this is a double negative, we should not get mad because he killed white people. But I'm mad that you didn't mention or show who they were because you knew you were hoping that it would, you know, uh, ignite something in us. That's exactly what then, it is. Then you didn't tell me the motherfuckers get hit with a skateboard. I don't know if you've been hit. I, I tell you, I used to skateboard. You get hit with, yeah. them, hit with some wheels uh-huh. or that. Oh, that's some shit. You hit him somebody with a skateboard and a dude they another dude that he shot not only brandished the gun, but but let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm what like, I'm like, yeah. so I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, what? Y'all mad at this motherfucker? <laughs> and then, but the only thing I'm the thing I'm mad at is the fact that a, a grown adult dropped him off at a, a you know a protest. And that's that's what I want to go. Like I said, it's just so, so I shouldn't, shouldn't, it shouldn't have even happened. One, I think yeah. the parent, if anything, they need to bring that motherfucker in on some shit. Well, but but when I look, see what's happening with uh, the current? I mean, this is new news, but the school shooter boy, yeah. uh, I don't even know his yeah. name. But as more news comes out about him, it's like it is very obvious from the news that's coming out. His parents well, could no. have prevented. This could have been prevented. Yeah. Very yeah. easily. Yeah. But you still get the same things that are happening, like them posting that picture of him as a young man praying. And I oh, was like, die. Oh, I didn't see that. I, they, oh, only show, oh, they, yeah. they show a lot of his kid. They show him like he's the one that got shot. You're talking yes. about the kid in Michigan, right? Yeah. They keep showing his, 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 his quote unquote innocent. He looks, and I look at a lot of white boys. I'm like, white boy look crazy. But he has that look. Man, they look all them. They look cr- anyway. Got y'all recording, um, <laughs> but they keep showing his more innocent <laughs> pictures, and then every now and again they show like they show like the like more menacing picture when he's older. But they keep showing these older, younger pictures. I'm like, stop showing that shit. But my thing is, it, I just get upset when they. It's almost like they're putting these stories and headlines out to get us going, and then yeah. turn around. I'm like, oh, all right, all right, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, I can see him getting off. They, I mean. I know he got off with the illegal possession, but I'm like, this ain't even a story that would. I don't. I don't know how to word it, but I hate the fact that they. I thought it would. They thought have these was, headlines to get us upset like that. I thought it was interesting that that trial got so much attention, and I felt like it kind of took the forefront in front of the Ahmaud Arbery trial. Yeah, I thought that was definitely going to get attention, and even though, look, those gentlemen were declared guilty and they go into jail, but I was like. <laughs> You know, people are like, oh, well, justice was served and they were declared guilty. I'm like, dog, justice being served. I not, thank you. The media. That, like, the that media shit me off. thing is just like, oh, well, you know, and I said, I, you know, when it's happening to black people, they're like, well, it quietly happened and justice was served. I said, but look, if this was another case, 
this would be 24-hour news coverage all the time. That's and, the thing, and, I, and that's the narrative that spins in your head. Like, because the images that come out of these narratives are what feed into new stuff. That's what feeds into people's minds where they're like, oh, yeah, like, this can happen. So I was like, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a huge thing where I'm like, no, nah, it's not a matter about justice being served. It's also a matter of how it's portrayed. One thousand percent, and 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 they're, and they're, I don't know. It's kind of piggybacking and and utilizing like our, you know, just our anger for a lot of things in this in this country for clicks and views and money, all that bullshit. It's kind of weird, but I mean, you hit it, you hit it right on the head. I just get so upset that when I look at the case that we should have been paying attention to. And I, I, I do get upset when people are like, I shouldn't get upset at them, but people are like celebrating the just, I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, he's going to jail, but my man's man still going. Yeah, what cost? Man is dead. For, for he's gone. So, so like even celebrating seems off to me, like, yeah, yeah. they're getting locked up and like, yeah, whatever, yeah. fuck them. I'm like, but, yeah. but, the thing, but the key thing is, if you remember, they got away with this and would have gotten away with this if they didn't post it on Facebook. And so that's it the is, biggest it thing. And they it's like posted this... that video to clear that their attorney posted that video to clear themselves. And I was going to tell people, it like if you could just time travel, go back and look at the videos that came out shortly thereafter. The news, the news was framing Aubrey as a possible thief. So that's all you would see was like him. I remember seeing him look, looking said, in the house a and video shit. of him walking through an unfinished home. And I yeah, said, if walking unfinished home is illegal. I, no. Hey, I was looking at him like, look at this thief. <laughs> <laughs> look at me like, damn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's but, yeah, I mean, changing the perception of certain stuff. But just like, think about, just think about. Go ahead, go ahead. Devon, De- Devon, think about all the cases where the people weren't dumb enough to post their video. Yes. On Facebook, or the people where they don't—they didn't record hunting down a black man and shooting them. Yes, they just get—they get away with it all the time. They're not going to make any coverage. They just get away with it. These, these motherfuckers got away. With it. I didn't know the lawyer posted. I heard that the lawyer used the video, but they had the video. Yeah, because they had to subpoena it, whatever, whatever it was. But they posted it to kind of clear their name, not with the court, like with their peers. With the court of like, public no, this opinion, is weird. they wanted yeah, to clear like, their name in the court of public opinion. With the also- small group, yeah. That also shows how much perception plays in a point because I was like, look, I think now, I think there was a certain point in the trial where these three white guys realized like, oh, we've made a mistake. But in that moment, I feel like they were like, that's a black guy. That's a black guy running. We're in our right. We're in our right. Like, you're doing wrong. Yep. And it's like, once it gets in front of everybody, and I'm like, that's why things like that need to be publicized. So that other people can yeah. be like, huh? look at how since the pandemic, the posting and calling white women Karen, I feel like has curbed a lot of Karen behavior. Mm. Because a lot of women, it has, it has. I was like, yo, why are you calling the police on a barbecue? Like, and it was like, it just started happening randomly. And it's like, that was the first happened, one we saw. This happens and- all the time. And now that we're posting it and shaming you, now you're thinking twice. Like you will see people in these videos pick up their phone and then be, oh, 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 well, yeah. You know, you'll see because they see, they see, up and the phone come out mm-hmm. and then they're like, well, wait a minute now, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
way. Yeah, because it's not even about court and law. It's like, okay, you, you make you can lose your job, you know, exactly. court of public opinion. And that, I remember the first one that you explained that was in Oakland, right? At the picnic uh-huh. with a girl. So I picked yeah. it up and was calling yeah. the cops. Happens all the fucking time. The no time. one thought to record, record all, but you got to record just to protect yourself, man. Yeah. And then also, I'm going to protect myself, but also, you know what? Let me, let, me, let me publicly slam you for doing this bullshit. So now, hopefully, you, you, but I, but I see the LGBTQ doing it as well. Yeah. Us as well. Yeah. So and now we got to be careful. It's a weird thing. So <laughs> going back to, going back to Avery's statement about the camera. About that, that the, the camera, camera can go out of the way. There was a there was a good TikTok. It was a white guy, and he's just talking about going in the movies. And he said, "You know, I'm going to the movies, so of course I'm gonna sneak my my candy in." So he goes, "I wrapped it up in a coat," uh, and he goes, "I walk past the, the the ticket holder, and there's a it's an older black guy, and we get past him. He goes, "Hey, hey, hey, stop, sir!" And I turn around. He's obviously talking to me. He goes, "I need to see what's in your coat." And he goes, "Uh." Sorry, I, I snuck in candy. And the guy goes, oh, I, I don't care about candy. I thought you had a gun. <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that's fair. And the black guy looks at him and goes, you got to keep an eye on you white guys. And yeah. the white yeah. dude goes, that is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two points. Yeah. That brought me to two points. Point one, people. Uh, Stop sneaking your food in the theater. Just walk in with it. Both the 16-year-olds, they don't care. I'm going to tell you right now, when you walk in the theater, you can go see as many movies as you want. Stop sneaking around. They don't care. It's not worth their job. They don't care. You're just doing extra. Point two, and this Mm -hmm. is my very important point, and this is for uh, white people, mainly white men, all right? Stop getting to the movie late. But when you do get to the movie late, stop getting up. Don't get up and come back. I be at the movie. Why do y'all? Where do y'all go? Why are y'all getting up and coming back? And you gotta pee. Come, I don't like that. I'm drunk. Pee. I'm drunk. Okay, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Bathroom breaks. It puts all of us on edge. All of us are like, uh, are you coming you. back with a weapon. Are you, you coming back with a weapon? Die. Just sit. Do like the rest of us. I hold my pee. You see all the rest of us. Make a beeline to the bathroom as soon as the credits roll. You know, I watch, I watch Marvel films. My leg is shaking while I'm waiting for them credits to roll. I was like, "Die if y'all don't get, if y'all don't hurry up and get to the end of this, so and, I can yeah. see this clip, so I can get to That's the restroom." And, and full disclosure, I'm drunk, and when I'm in the restroom, I get to hit my pen again. Boom, I'm high again. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tell you right now. This goes again. That's not like a restaurant. My third point. My third point. Again, nobody cares. Get your pen in the theater, dog. They don't care. (laughs) They don't care. You think a a 16-year-old is like, yeah, I'm about to take him down. Like, dog. I'm like, (laughs) dog, I don't care. We we was in the movie and we talking to another one, and I was like, I'm walking. The girl I was like, don't let him see you. And the girl was like, Doc, I don't care. Like, I don't care. We've seen you here for four hours. Ain't no movie that long. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, just go to the theater with your candy, dog. No, no, nobody cares. With your that's candy. hilarious. Don't come, don't come in there with takeout. They might care. Doug, they might I've care, done, done. but they also I think, they, I think they just. They know when you're I think they, they, they know when the theater smelling like a new egg hut. 
They're like, oh no, they know we don't. They know we don't serve that. They're like, all right, all right, y'all good. I think now they're just happy you're not home on watch Amazon Prime <laughs> and or Netflix. They like you. You came, man. Do whatever you want. Every, every movie, every movie you see now in the beginning, it's the nigga that made the movie. That's like, thank you, <laughs> please. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, they are so exactly. Is, when we went when the theaters opened up. It was uh, a quiet place too, and John Krasinski was in the beginning. Thank you. Yeah, that's funny. Thank you so much. I saw Venom. Uh, whoever was in Venom. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. So <laughs> you know why that was? I forgot when the first movie was that popped up. Oh no, I think it was Tenet. It was tenant. That was that, that's was the one they were pushing to get people back. Right. Yeah, yeah. They were trying. They were like, "Oh, this," and they did something before tenant. It might have been trolls or something like that. No, I think tenant was, was the one. That was the tenant was the obvious one to get Tenet you back to Tenant was like the big one because I was that worried because tenant was great, but they put they put all that weight on my man's back. Yeah, they it was like they if did. the movies fail, it's because yeah. of Denzel Washington's son. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, uh, Chris. I mean, I, I mean, I had, it's funny. I had a Chris Rock bit for what you were talking about the white kids but he was the one that said like if anything gets fucked up they turn into black people right like clubs yeah. when, when clubs will try to get like this i want this type of look this type of scene this type of environment i don't want hookah i don't want this i want you to dress like this this, 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 this and when they're not making hitting that profit margin that they want hey niggas come on in Have some yeah fun. get some hookah uh, yeah. hey and, but he made the point when the country was dipping down it was in the and that's when obama was in to help with yeah. the economy. It's funny. If you notice a lot of shit when it goes down, oh, they're gonna put a black man up front, front and center. It's that, every time. Uh, <laughs> it's front that, and uh, that office thing where they're like, where 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 Dwight was talking about how you start a business. And he goes, if you want a successful business, first you have to get the black people to come. And when <laughs> black people come, then the white people come. Then comes mm-hmm. the hard mm-hmm. part getting the black people to stop coming <laughs> they, that's like, hilarious that's oh, man. No, that's accurate that's, go. so accurate. that's how I mean, we that's, got this that's how we got the cw it was the wb that's, people. It was that's the how WB. we got the fox that's how we got fox. uh name, pink, pink. Here. speaking of, i know you hate the pinks but remember pink Pink. She came in. She Pink. came in singing for. She came in singing her soul out for some niggas. Oh. And she was like, "Thank you, niggas." Now for the whites. Yeah. It's violin. I learned how to play yeah. and and, all this bullshit. Yeah. And my phrase is the pinks, but you don't know this. I love pink. Okay, I fucking love the singer Pink. I own oh, albums. Oh, yeah. There own. you go. Own. Yeah. See, that was a pink joke. You ain't no real pink fan. You know, yeah, nah. Remember, you remember <laughs> the first album? There you go. Look, I, I don't like the beginning pink, but when she got oh, white, you don't like black pink? No, that's when. Yeah, I like my white. I, I like my white people white. I, I like, like, like my white people, people white. white. So that's why yeah. I defend Eminem. Oh, here's the funny white thing. rapper. But I like excluding Paul Wall. Anybody else that has a black scent, I'm I'm like I don't like you. I like when a white artist yeah. first comes out and they're they're doing black music oh, and gun. black people will try to convince themselves on it. that they are also partially black. Because when Pink came out, remember, uh, yeah. people was like, ah, oh, no, 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 she mixed. And I was like, are you yeah. sure? It was like, nah, I, she's mixed. Yeah. Like my, uncle, my uncle Mariah Carey. My uncle Mariah Carey. White people do that with us, too. Mariah Carey do that with us. 
Now, they be like, Brian first Kerry black president. was black now, when you first came out. Black? <laughs> they yeah. do do that with Obama. He's mixed. Yeah, they do that with Tiger. They do that with anyone that has. They're like, wait, wait. So why do you call him black again? Yeah, I'm like, well, go like that's you. that's what they did. That's <laughs> you guys what they made did the Mariah Carey. That's what they did. Remember Mariah Carey? Well, was I remember so that. Opal when she came out, and then when she started yeah. blowing up, and Mariah Carey was uber black, and then they was like, yeah. well, you know, she is half yeah. of us. Her father it's left. <laughs> You're like, yeah, hey, it's, it's weird. They, they, there is a, there is a lightning of America when you're too black. I mean, Will Smith came in, and next thing you know, his, 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 his like movie wise went from like Vivica Fox to yeah. whatever, whatever Spanish hot girl and whatever yeah. white girl. White, yeah. yeah. And I get upset when they get Denzel Washington in the action films, and he's always saving like a white woman or a white little girl. I was like, man, let yeah. Denzel kiss somebody. But I also I think he mad too. Him. His wife might be like, hey, you ain't kissing nobody. Go save a little white girl. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, my, my, my he, he, yeah, yeah. He gives up. Uh, they give really good hugs at the end of his movies. Yeah, you're right. I think his wife has yeah. something to do with that. But you know what? You can, you can you hug the what? shit out of Denzel, but ain't no kissing nigga. His, his, yeah. son, his son did the same thing in Tenet. Because the most unbelievable thing about Tenet and the girl I was with was like, I'm sorry. Like, there's so much stuff going on in this film. But what I don't understand is, why is he risking his life for this white woman he just met? And I was like, so the uh, fact that he's moving backwards in time, you're cool with that. That's <laughs> She's it. like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm fine. She's like, the science checks out on that. But he just met her. And you know, she what's, you know what's funny? Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. I never saw Tenet. Damn. Oh, yeah. No, Tenet was, Tenet was good. Tenet was good. We, we do that a lot, man. I know. Um, and if you look at like entrepreneurs, right, that's like a big deal. But when like I remember my parents coming up, and I only know this because I, you know, just talking to my parents now more and more and more and more, just learning more about like my grandparents and uncles that before me that may, that are here. I may not be here anymore. You know, that we had like a lineage of just like uh of black entrepreneurship in this in, in New Jersey. It was called the Lawns, like South Jersey, like Del C and all that kind of stuff. And the whole, the whole like avenue was just all black commerce, right? All of our family, automotive repair, you know, uh, barbershop, produce, whatever. People come from Philadelphia to South Jersey just to shop with them, right? And I was like, dang, that's crazy. You know, I'm hearing it. And today I'm hearing, I'm like, what the fuck happened? But a lot of times then it was necessity because you couldn't buy from white people, whatever. So they, people were leaving cities to go to rural areas to buy their produce. So a lot of entrepreneurship was just out of survival, right? It yeah. wasn't out of like on some stunt type thing. And I do my own thing. I'm my own, I'm my own boss. You know, that Dame Dash, Dame Dash talk, which I think is needed. But it wasn't that. It was just survival. A lot of black men, black women, grass is greener type thing. Ice is colder. People started working for other corporations. But also, too, you, you had things like 401ks and pensions and Social Security. You could get working with the government, work, you know, going in the military and all this kind of stuff, right? And people started leaving that whole thing and now we're right back to shitting on people for working for the man and yeah. we run these we run these weird weird cycles and i think me and Avery was talking about it the other night how people we just do so much trying to separate versus elevate everyone wants to look so different from the next man and be so different and be i'm not this i'm not them and I think that's how it started in, in Hollywood, where it's like, look, I'll do those films because I want to I wanna separate from my peers. So I'll do all this non-black shit. I'll do all this like Requiem for a dream. 
Yeah. I like that movie. <laughs> no, I was, no, that was a great movie. That was a yeah. great movie. Yeah, fantastic. But I think, yeah, I just think I think a lot of uh, our issues we we put on white people, but a lot of it has to do with just just us mm-hmm. and and just well, trying to one up each other. Go ahead, Devon. I was gonna say the other thing too is, and like you said, Requiem for a Dream. It's also mm-hmm the opportunity to do a requiem for a dream. Cause a lot of, we're just getting to the point. Uh, I, I was just showing some friends last night, uh, Southside on HBO. Southside on HBO is hilarious. Super funny. Yes, show. yes, yeah, I know exactly, I know exactly what you're talking about. Super funny show. I said, I don't, it's taken a while to get the freedom to do comedies like this for black people. Cause, <laughs> cause he holds his mic. Because there might not have been that opportunity. Like, it's like, yo, it, and this is not to say, yo, the comedies that came before them were bad. It's like when you're working with a, a big budget environment or things like that, and they're like, hey, we saw this one black thing, and now we think, you know, you're funny, but we want to put you in another black thing that's like this black thing that we already know that makes money. We don't yeah. want to take a risk. So it does take a lot when you get like a Marlon Wayans that's like, you know what? I would like to be in a drama uh, that's going to have some wild scenes in it uh, where I'm a drug addict. Uh, that's what it is. Because I got to do something. About, remember, Marlon Wayans was in Homeboys in Outer, not Homeboys in Outer Space, the uh, the Wayans Bros. Mm-hmm. For a while, yeah. it was just like, that's y'all's thing. You're Wayans Bros. You're, you're, physical living, comedy you're from the living color lineage. Yeah. All we want to see from you is the jokes. Like, yeah. you're not even the funniest one of them. So no. we just want you to be kind of in the background doing jokes. And it does take a lot for somebody to be like, yeah, I got to do something to show y'all I can do anything else. Other mm-hmm. than this. So I'm like, that's it, it, it helped, it helped too. I think that worked for Yeah. Me. I say all but, that but, to say, watch Southside. No, I've seen. I, no, I'm no, not I, I love it. I love Southside. Mar- Marlon, I think what Marlon did, even someone that's came from a lineage of like legends, he just figured out how to just make shit on his own and yeah. not have to like go to like I'm gonna write I'm a, yeah, and that motherfucker be writing and directing and getting greenlit shit and where people not really fuck with him. So now he he can get off anything he wants. Yeah, yeah. And, that, got, and he said, and it's and and, it's, and he's bringing up he's bringing up uh like. His relatives like Craig Wayans and stuff like that. Because yeah. Craig Wayans is on a, a podcast with Tony Baker. And I'm always like hearing about it. And then like Marlon will call, it'll be on a video call. And it's like, that's awesome that y'all all help each other. Like yeah. Marlon's yeah. just like, oh, what y'all need? I got you. And I'm like, yeah. yo, that's it's always good to even like where we're at now and uh comedy as far as being different. Like one of my favorite comedians, well, Tony Baker. But uh, Kev on stage as well, like people like that have just like, yo, we're not, we're not, we're not all hood guys. Like y'all, y'all know that, right? Like we're not. You know, yeah. Even getting the opportunity to show, because that's the other thing too, where the definition of what is hood. Because oh, wow. people, people could say, I, I don't think Southside is a hood show. I think it just shows a whole lot of aspects. Of, right. It's just a black show, but it shows a whole yeah. lot of aspects of being black. Are there some characters on right. there that you might call hood? Sure. Are there some characters on there you might call a coon? Sure. Like it goes right. back and forth, but it's like 
yo, this is all blackness, and I can find funny stuff in all of this without yeah, and I know like my 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 brand of humor, it doesn't really strike a chord because it's not really hood. It's black culture, but it's not hood culture. Right. A lot of times, people, if you're if you're only from the hood, you may not even understand it. So maybe maybe later, but it's just like hey, this nigga corny. This nigga just said, and it's like, eh, hey, probably am to you. But but there is uh you know everyone says you know we're not a monolith, but they only say that when they're defending themselves, right? Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's I, like I remember I remember growing up and being around white people and I was like, I'm concerned that like I know I know Seinfeld, but y'all don't know Martin. But then also I remember being around black people like, oh, you watch Seinfeld old trash. <laughs> like and then yeah, when I started yeah. finding black people to watch Seinfeld, I was like, Yeah, that like this is funny. I wish that there were like black shows like this. This is funny. Yeah, like, that's it. Yeah, so now you're yeah. more shows like that, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now we yeah. got Atlanta. It took that long, but we got Atlanta, which is the black. Watching country. people see Atlanta and be like, oh, this is hilarious, and hearing him say things like, these are the shows that I liked, yeah, and I just wanted to show it from my perspective. And it's, and it's it, not because it takes- Donald Glover is George, uh, his cousin, mm-hmm. who's the rap, I forgot his name, a paper boy is Jerry. Um, 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 Lakeith Stanfield is, um, Kramer, Kramer, Kramer. and then Zazie Beats is obviously, because I got a huge crush on Zazie Beats, is obviously, I would say, and that's, that's, and I never looked at, that's actually pretty good, but it also takes somebody who, because before you always had so many differences, but the people that weren't of the hood would try to be hood to get accepted. So they weren't being, they weren't being their individual selves. Like nah. Donald Glover's being, like Lena Waithe is being, like Issa's being, like just be yourself. Stop trying to be like whatever everyone else or success, right? Yeah. Just be you, even if it's not successful, but it's going to breed something. You're going to generate something either on your own or it's going to be for somebody else, but create that lane on your own. And you look at, like I said, Donald, it's just like, he was, he's not scared to not be, of the hood culture. He's like, look, I'm black, whatever. Y'all want to shit on me. He's self-deprecating with even within the film, within black culture. And he still has a character that's going to represent what he is in black culture. Someone that's almost looking on the outside in, but you know, you're damn near uh, adjacent to, to everything. Like you don't have to be from the street to understand street culture. Yeah. Not to understand it fully, you're not immersing it, but you can be you know, in black culture and still understand street culture because you got to know it enough to stay away from it. Yeah. Not wear it to not wear the Hoover hat in, you know, in, in a, in a crip or blood neighborhood or not to say, Oh, it's popping. Cause you heard your favorite rappers say, you got to understand this shit or to be up in a bulls Jersey. Got us on this path though. One person, an unsung hero that got us on this path. From what I remember, 2004 Kanye West, before that, niggas was like, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to kill you. I'm a thug. Kanye West was like, pink polo. And then we started to draw back. Now Kanye West is, he's. Oh, well, well if we're going to talk about pink nigga. polo, then oh. I got to give, give it to Cameron. Cameron had us all dressed in the pink. But, but Cameron was still gangster with it, though. Yeah. Cameron was what? pink. Say say some shit, nigga. He was. Mm-hmm. Where Kanye, Kanye was more or less. Kanye was more or less. Oh, um, Regular, but he was I don't want to say regular. I don't want to say regular. Nerdy. He was, he nerdy. was like, no, I'm with y'all hood. I'm with y'all hood niggas. 
he he introduced a new reel because back in the day, at that time before that, it was Onyx and I got talking about drugs and guns yeah. and bo bo bo. Everything was that, and it's you know, I'm not, no gun talk, but so, it was like so, nigga. spaceship, which I feel like if my manager insults me again, I will be assaulting him. Who can't yeah. relate to that? Because yeah. so so it, so you do that, you're still like, oh, that's some nigga shit. But he's yeah. working at the Gap, which is yeah. not good shit. But it's nigga shit. So he just found a way to relate to a larger larger group of people. And then when you and when one person does that, and then they can and they can be successful, people go, oh, I can, I can be, I can rap. We got open the door for a lot. We, we were, we were at a, we were at, um, I know it's terrible. We were at uh, the the festival, which should not be named now, but um. <laughs> no, I think that Astroworld means greatest. I, I, I love. I'm gonna tell you like that. So that I said we're gonna be on the record all the time. Astroworld needs to yeah. happen. Respect yeah. to everybody that passed away. Right. All that. Stuff I agree with that. Taking care of everybody that is to blame needs to pay mm -hmm. restitution. All that stuff. But yeah. that was a fantastic. It was. But before you get there, to get to this point, when we were there, when Drake and Travis was on. And they were performing knife talk, and it was like gang shit. That's all I'm on. And the people who was lit. I go, look at these two suburban niggas talk all this nigga shit. These yeah. two suburban, yeah. Look at the is. world now. Everybody's jamming. For rapping for some, yeah. no rapping it for some white people. Yeah, rapping for a white. Uh, big Drake old is white like people, six people. six. And I was like, I'm yeah, a, I am. A, I said I'm the Highway Six guy. And then I was like, oh wait, I know, I know what this means now. Oh, this is some real shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You might, you might, you might, you want to, you might want to pixelate his. Hand yeah, blur that. that. Like, <laughs> yo, you know what? We were talking about Atlanta, and before we get out of here, uh, I was gonna ask you, what did you think about Dave? Oh, that's an, that's an incredible show. I didn't see season two yet, but watch I saw it, season one. No, that's that's that's. I I wanted to sit down and watch season season one. I was like, it's fucking fucking mind blowing, right? So I definitely want to watch season two. And I'm the dude that wants the Let's It Go. And I want to watch it all. And I haven't just gotten to the all yet. But I'm definitely getting the day. It was, I think, it was I think, an incredible show. Well, when we have you back on, hopefully you'll see season two by then. Because season mm -hmm. two addresses a lot of critiques that I would have of a white rapper. My okay. biggest concern when Dave popped off, and I was like, oh, this show is incredible. But then I was yeah. like, but it's also on FX. And I feel like all of y'all are gonna be like, "Oh, it's like the new Atlanta." And I was like, hey, well, they, well, I saw, I saw, I saw people saying that Donald Glover yeah. wasn't happy with that. I'm glad he wasn't happy with that shit. I'm glad, I'm glad he said about it is when you do stuff like that. I said, I, I don't think you know, even white people. I feel like they don't even realize. I don't know how don't it's so it. easy to erase work very yeah. quickly. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I, 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 I was that. You know, the Beatles thing is on Disney Plus. And they were talking about uh, the intro to come together. I never realized. Come together right yeah. now. But it was like dun, 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 dun. that part he's singing in the beginning is literally lifted from, I think it was like Chuck Berry or something like that. But they were so mm -hmm. worried about getting sued that they stretched it out longer and trying to change the words. But I was like, this is talking about the Beatles did this? Yeah. But by but my thing is, by y'all uh, trying to show homage to a black artist, y'all basically yeah. went, yeah, and, and, and pushed yeah. it aside. Yeah. And it's almost unintentional, which is why 
when I have my critiques of like white rappers, I said, I am rarely upset with white rappers. Rarely. Yeah. I am upset with the response of white people. Like when I'm sitting with you and we're drinking and you're like, I don't like hip hop at all. Like it's kind of trash and all they do is talk about abusing women and da 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 da. But you know, I like Eminem. <laughs> you're like, he, he said he like, women. And you're like, oh, okay. So it is one of those things where I'm like, all I hear is, I don't like this when black people do it, but I like it when That's... white people do it. And so I'm like, right. oh, nah, man. Anytime I see Eminem and they're like, yo, Eminem, who's your favorite rapper? He's like, Red Man. Red Man is the greatest rapper ever. Mm -hmm. You're accurate. Yeah. You are accurate. Mm -hmm. You are copying off of Red Man's style. Be be Beatles did that too, though. Beatles were like, they did. They were like, I thought they would know we were imitating the Temptations yes. and everybody. And, and so they, they, they gave, know, they when gave you look up. historically, a lot of these artists, even when I know Elvis gets a lot of flack, but even when you get like an Elvis where you're sitting there talking about, not nah, like I like I like that person, like I like that black person over there. I'm gonna do music like them. Which is usually what music and art is. Like, I like that person. I'm gonna try to copy it and do my own little spin. But when you're white, your fans can literally be like, I don't, I don't wanna see black people doing that though. <laughs> like, yeah. so now I mean, they can do it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it is weird. Like, and it's weird that all music is literally just black music. Yeah. Initially, it's got I, taken. Every time I see K pop, I be, and I said, this is nothing against the K pop kids. This is nothing against the K-pop artists and things like that. But all I'm looking at is I'm like, Doug, like, if y'all like this, like, I'm like, y'all would love New Edition and Jodeci. But they, but they loved it. That's why they do it. And I, I, yeah. I live, live in Hawaii. Hawaii is dominant. Hawaiians, but Philippi Pacific Islanders. Filipinos are the niggas of the Asian community. Yeah. Them, them motherfuckers, you know, the way they dress, the way they dance, and they, they got it all, too. And it's the flavor. It's not like, you know... How like you see the white people they got the dance down, but it's missing the the nuance isn't there. Filipinos got, but the the Filipinos they got they got that. Yeah, they got it. Great dancing and, and everything. But then they don't all they don't all really care about where where they got it from. Now I can do it. I'm just doing it. But that, but, but that's uh, always Donald Glover did say yeah. Now Donald Glover did say I'm doing I I'm he said one of his lines was. I'm doing this until they say James Franco is the white Donald Glover. Yeah. Like you go, you go, you go, David's like Atlanta. And I was like, he said that. He said he, that's what he wanted. Like people are gonna be like, you're the, like the white version of that. Cause we do that all the time. Yeah. You know, but but we're in a we're in a white world. Like we we grew up watching white shit. Like if you if you you know, close to my close to my age, we grew up, everything wasn't like separated. In terms of uh, black music, white music, R and B, hip, it wasn't all separate. It was just the radio turned yeah. on, and they just played music, and you may get the song you like, song you don't, all that kind of shit. That's why everybody knew everybody's culture. But it, it's uh, it's it says something that he's a visionary, and things are happening. Even though he was mad at it, but they were comparing a white show to a black show, which I'm like. <laughs> They don't do that. They don't go. Oh, this they, we oh, this shows like Seinfeld. We we'll do that with black shows, but they don't go. It's very similar to. So, so the, the fact that he said it in the rhyme, I don't know if he remembers that, but you out there. That's what's got to happen. Like you got to be that dope to where they're comparing you to black people. Yeah, that's dope. Because I said once we get to a point where it's like, 
the artist is saying that's my inspiration and then their fan because i said you will want their fan you will want your fans to be like oh eminem likes red man i should go back and mm-hmm. listen to all red man and find out what that's about or how Royce yeah. the is a better rapper than eminem yeah. or how who royce the five nine better rapper than eminem more creative but then white people be like, I don't like Royce the Five Nine, and I'm like, okay. You're like, thing, why? Because Eminem said, likes Royce the Five Nine. Yeah, so Eminem why don't does. you like? Him? One thing that you said a long time ago, <laughs> when I finally watched that uh, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine documentary, and I was doting on about Jimmy Iovine, you go, really? I mean, all he did was be less racist. Okay, I would say this. I would put this in. When you go back and you look at all these executives that made headway, whether it's Steve Rifkin and Loud, and this is not to take away from their skill as an executive. A big portion of what it is is, I talk to black people when nobody else would. So when you look at people and they're like, oh, you know, when they're saying like, hey, we've got this guy, uh, Suge Knight, and he's got this string of artists that are obviously money makers, but nobody white will meet with him. And Jimmy Iovine's like, I'll meet with him. Like, I'm not scared. They're just black. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, Matt, you not being scared of black people made you a billion dollars. <laughs> like, that's it. You made a billion dollars. It's, it's funny. Chris Rock said the exact same thing about the uh, uh, the Jackie Robinson film. Yeah. And they were talking about the coach that let him play. He was like, all he did was let a black person play. That's it. That's it. That's all he did. And it'd be obvious, like the Jackie Robinson thing, be like, he can hit? Yes. He's like really good at the game we play? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what's the problem? I mean, he's what's black. the problem? Yeah. Oh, he's black? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring him on. I'll take the heat. Let's yeah. see what happens. And, you, and then you start yeah. winning and you're like, oh, that winning made you so much money, you catapulted to the top. And then everybody else is like, huh, how racist am I? Am I? Am yeah, I so right. racist? I'm not gonna make money. Yeah. Nah, we can make some. Because you could, because you could, you could still hate niggas. You could still hate niggas. <laughs> you, remember, you remember who was it? Uh, the NFL. Old oh, buddy on the Clippers. <laughs> oh, buddy no, no, on the Clippers. The, uh, the NFL. The, the Ali. The Ali. NFL. One night in Miami, I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. And and Jim Brown, he he was talking to him. I was like, yo, you a stud. Oh, the All Star, the Hall of Fame, by this, that, the third. He was like, oh, you want me to help you with that couch? He was like, oh, I don't let niggas in my house. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what it was. You stay right here. You want yeah. some lemonade? No, I mean, I'll be nice as hell, but in my house, I will be ahead. as polite as possible. But it is what it is, which is why I was like, it's, it, always, it, it's always important oh, to have yeah. black people get behind the scenes to be able to make money because I'm like, they open up doors. That's why I don't, I don't really knock yeah. Tyler Perry's or anything like. I'm like, Tyler Perry got a studio. That. Mm-hmm. That look, I said you can critique anybody's art. I have no problem with that. Once you get to disparaging the person, I'd be like, look, man, Tyler Perry had a speech on uh Black AF on Netflix, and it just epitomized everything. Was that like, was that was oh uh, man. Did y'all you fuck with that? Like I, that I, shit, I loved it. People hated that shit. I was like, I, I you know what, shit. but you know what it was? I was like, this is I said, I feel like this is the comedy style that you like to do and your other stuff is kind of like more watered down and people are used to that style like i'm like you wanted to do like i think that's just 
I think that's just what he's good at, yo. And yeah, he does it. And people, do obviously, you make, you make a lot of money at it. People fight. That's not that's not my will. That's not what I enjoy. But if you're rich off it, people like it. And it's not like yeah. he's doing shit that black, black people don't do. You're representing a, a sector of black people. And I'm always like, okay, uh, whatever. Yeah. So I don't understand, like, Spike getting on him and because you're not doing it. It's like, yo, that's, I never, like, that's what you're I supposed never, to do. I never understand it. I never understand it because I was like, yeah. I, like, I said, look, there's a whole lot of Tyler Perry films I don't like. There's a whole lot of Spike Lee films I don't like. Two more Spike Lee films. 100%, 100%. But there's a whole lot of Spike Lee films I love. And I said, there are some yeah. there are some Tyler Perry films. I was like, nah, I love Why Did I Get Married. I love that shows. Man, people called me a coon when them shows, when House of Pain and uh, when it meet the Browns, every time I go to a girl's house, she's like, what you want to watch? I'll be like, what time is it? Four uh, o'clock, uh, House uh, of Pain. And they're like, you coon? I was like, but I'm supporting a black man. I apologize. But you, but you know what, though? I apologize for calling you, you a coon. <laughs> you did call me a coon. Yeah, but hey, he called you me. Ever heard he you, called me on House of Pain one time because I was like, yeah. I watched this little shit. 18 episodes later, I'm like. <laughs> he, was, he, was laughing like he, was, he was laughing like Brenda at The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no, this is actually this, funny. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, like with the word coon, right? When I heard the definition broke down, especially by like Dr. Umar, whomever that was, uh, uh, there's another one, Tyreek Nasheed. Uh-huh. And I think the definition, uh, the definition of a coon is basically, I'm paraphrasing now, but basically someone who understands what they're doing that's bringing down the the, the level of, of black people and the perception of it and all that kind of shit. And I was like, oh, that's a good definition, that's a good breakdown. But a lot of times when you try to, you do your hardest, to shit on the people who don't think like you, the black people that don't think like you, and using the word coons, I think it's more dangerous than the word nigga, because you're taking you're you're almost trying to make black people monolithic. You gotta think like this and hate this and hate that and yeah. love this and honor that, but hate this, destroy that. And it's like, wait, hold on, I can't think the way I think. No, no, you're a coon if you do that. To me, that's so dangerous. To me, that almost makes you a coon based off your definition, because you're damaging the culture just from trying to 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 add guidelines and and outlines and boundaries to black people, which we shouldn't have any. Why you gave us boundaries? I, I would what you give me boundaries for? I fully agree. Because yeah, the other I, thing, I, me and Corey <laughs> talk about this, because every time I'm on Clubhouse, there's about an hour where I have to fight about yeah. I'm black, and then we can go to jokes. But I'm like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. are you from Sugarland? Ah, oh, nigga, you corny. Why you claim yeah. it? Because yeah. that's, that's where I'm from, guys. But you know yeah. what? The other thing about <laughs> yeah. it is, it's almost like we're enforcing boundaries of I like to look at it as like the only way I can I, I give a the comparison uh Willow Smith uh mm-hmm. is obviously following in the vein of what her mother wanted to do in terms of rock mm-hmm. and she's really into rock and uh when she got that song that was out and it was just hair, played hair, everywhere hair back and forth. I remember no 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 I'm talking about uh uh she had a new song where it was like Baby, are you ready for the Very ride? acoustic. No, 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 no. Yeah. So she had that, and I remember there are people commenting like, oh, it's great to see Black artists oh, yeah, doing white music. Yeah. And because the they, response they, they, was like, this is a Black artist doing Black music. So when yeah, you that, say that... And, like, we, and we forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... They well, forgot. Took, the like, it's like, yeah, they took this music from you and put a lineup 
and now you're enforcing your own, that line that they put up. Just your music, Damn. like you know what I'm Damn. saying. This is your, yeah. and, and you don't, and you, and you're rejecting it now because exactly. it's not coming from a white person. It's so crazy. I, J, you know, uh, Jada Pink is my cousin. We have to say great, we have to, yeah, we have to say great grandmother, right? Uh, she's from Baltimore. My father's from Baltimore. What? So I don't know. I never met. I met her. I met her grandmother. Never met uh. her before at a reunion. But I say that to say we have. Uh, I had a professor at Dell State. His name was uh, uh, Dr. Kenyatta, and this dude, as a, as a young impressionable 17, 18 year old freshman, he was putting so much shit in my one's head. But it was really hitting me. But uh, you know, at the time in, in high school, I was a, I was a Phi Beta, right? It was like a baby brother to the Phi Beta Sigmas. We would step in and doing community service, things like that. And I lived right right across the street from Dell State, which is black, you know, uh, HBSU, HBCU. And uh, he would tell us all the time. He'd be so frustrated with fraternities. He was just talking about how, you know, what came from Africa, you know, in terms of arithmetic and science and medical and resources like oil cocoa everything's breaking it down but also too just culture and music and things like that right so i didn't that i was introduced i didn't know classical music was some black i didn't know all this at the time uh-huh. but but he was really frustrated he was just like like philosophy came from africa yep. he'd say shit like oh you know this ain't no crocodiles in italy that shit came from trades and shit that's why that's why anyway but to get to my point he would say like you know Greek Greek philosophy, a lot of that philosophy came from us, but it's almost like now you're trying to be, you're at a black college joining a fraternity or a sorority that's Greek. You're trying to be Greek. So now you're just trying to be an imitation of an imitation. It's like, he said, it's like a R&B guy trying, a black R&B dude trying to be Elvis versus Chuck Berry. Yeah. And when he said that shit to me, I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this shit. And I'm not even mad, and I don't, I'm not bashing people, that, but that perspective, that's all I needed. I was like, yeah, yeah, nah. Like, yeah. we're we gonna stay right here and I'm, I'm gonna respect rock and roll I'm gonna respect all this shit that I've been told was white I, I have this different perspective on it going forward and that's why I was a good example of like Willow singing this shit and all that white shit I'm like nah nigga that's the most black shit ever yeah. it got taken yeah. from us yeah. and it's getting right back to you rejecting it and that's what they want it's crazy and it's messed up too with, um, with us as a people of like I think we talked about this the other day just how like we can, uh, as far as, like you said, you skateboarded, but at that time, like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you said, you started off where you're like, hey, I was doing black things without getting judged because we yeah. can only do six things. And then it's another like thing comes, like yeah. Kanye comes, I'm going to wear this. And then they do yep. it. I remember, I remember when I graduated in 2002, I'm old. Uh, and so I was like, I'm an adult now. I'm going to wear my clothes fitted, right? So I started wearing fitted clothes. And my homeboy little brother was like, that's a young ass shirt. And then yeah. the next yeah. year after Jim Jones, because Jim Jones started it, it wasn't Lil Wayne. Jim Jones was doing that. And <laughs> then after, after that, he has on, I had on a bigger shirt. We were in church. And uh, he goes, man, that's a big ass shirt. And I go, nigga, you were, yeah. really? Really? Yeah. You were, you that's- have, like, you remember what you said to me? Oh, uh, nah, I don't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. I was like, yeah. bruh. And like it's it's we do that all the time. Now we're at eight things, and then we're yeah. like I'm a cybersecurity person. I tell people hey. I went to cybersecurity because Jay Z said they were keeping black people out of tech. That's literally the yeah. reason. Why. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's, that's no smart, just smart. And, and, and the fam, 
I think with uh, you said tech. Oh man, I was just about to say something about. Fuck it. I guess it's not that important. It'll come well, back to I me like, if it's that well, important. You, you could think about your thought. I mean, I like to okay. apologize to my brother right now for calling me. Uh, it's not it's not that i mean first of all, <laughs> i was a i was a bigger guy and i was really embraced uh by 1997 hip-hop they was really baggy yeah it was a yeah, lot yeah, of baggy was clothing 91. It, was so, it was so much material everyone uh, called me big i know i know what I was all the niggas started dressing like that. Jeans was hot, dog. they was hot man was I, like, nigga, you did. I was like was i don't want my shirt thing. to be like i need yeah. my shirt to fit like this like i don't yeah, want so, it they they especially would, if you're in the gym, we was that. wearing like 10 to 15 pounds of clothes bare minimum yeah bare minimum no that's a fact i know i was gonna say casamigos is like the drink right now so you kind of already see it tapering off yeah in about three years we'll be making fun of you for drinking casamigos absolutely yeah that's what niggas do you can make, you can make something cool but there was a there was a business owner my bad there was a business owner that said he doesn't like i think devon can quote it better he probably knows what i'm gonna say i heard it from him that he does not like when black people get involved in the business or like his product because when they're done with it they shit on it and then it goes yeah. down yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yo. It goes out of style because it's like, hey, this is cool. Oh, y'all know it. You know about it. And that goes to separation, man. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, we yeah. off that. Now I'm going to shit on you. We was talking about it. it was in Clubhouse and we was talking about people getting sections and shit like that. I was like, nah, sometimes I get a section, uh, you know, because we just want to sit down, which that makes sense. It's a crowded club, even though the business yeah. model is all section. But but now it's like, no, I just want to. A place where I can pay, you know, so we can sit down, I can have girls come through. And that's 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 reasonable. Yeah, cool. Maybe the, the amount that's different, but that's everybody's pockets are different, right? I don't put my wallet in anyone else's uh pocket. But when you go, this nigga by the door, this nigga got a tabletop. Oh, this nigga he's got this, he got the small section, or he ain't in the middle of the floor. Then it's like, all right, so what are we what are we really doing here? And all it is now we want to separate. I got the real red bottoms. Or I got that the red bottoms popped off. It's just a show at the bottom of your foot. These shits is, is some expensive shit. And it's just like now, so we used to dress with style and fashion to the point where it's like if you look corny, but if you go, yo, these are cat, you know, these are product casuals. Uh, oh. you, don't look cor- you don't look corny no more. You still look yeah. corny. Yeah, that was like, corny. It, it used to be how you look. Now it's how you look with a label. Yeah. And I'm I'm and a that, on my and, own. And I'm gonna be real with you, the labels have taken advantage of that because I'm sorry, and I'm gonna put this on here because they'll never sponsor us. But Balenciaga makes some of the ugliest clothing. I'm, I said, nah, Balenciaga, I don't know who they picked up from Skechers, but they got them. <laughs> and that Skechers dude was like, nah, we going wild. Like I made some Skechers like in 2000 and it had wheels on it. Take them wheels off, put Balenciaga yep. on the side. It's us. Baby. And we really, yeah. and we really, yeah. Chris Rock, I keep bringing up Chris Rock, but Chris Rock had a joke. He was talking about how his parents used to buy him like generic stuff, rice. Uncle Ben's, nope, just rice. You turn around, <laughs> you turn around the back of the box, look on the front of the box, right? And he says, Mom used to buy peanut butter with jelly in the same jar. That's like buying a shoe with a sock stone inside of it, <laughs> calling it a shock. Open all your socks, boy. I and remember now, it. it I, so when I seen Balenciaga, I was like, no way this is real. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris, and this is one of the reasons why I put Chris Rock over Chappelle for me. Chris Rock has funny shit 
that will last 30 fucking years. Yeah. And that shit will be, and it's embarrassing that it's relevant. But, and I'm gonna end on this note. I say Chris Rock, I have Chris Rock winning Dave Chappelle 1B. No one asked me that. And I'm standing on that. That's, that's know, because I'm, I'm his jokes that. last so fucking long. I'm, I'm not I'm with that. Yeah. Because I do think, okay. uh, I, I agree with you on the joke. So I think I think Chappelle is great at capturing these moments right now. Genius. He's, he's a genius. But I said, when we look back, because I said, there are some great comedians that capture moments. Yeah. At, at, you know, they kind of get sealed in with the moment. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, as the moment progresses, and I said, look, we're going to progress past stuff. And I said, you look at, there were cutting edge comedians, and then you go back mm-hmm. and look at the stuff and you're like, yeah. What kind of dating? Yeah, right yeah. Now? Yeah, it, ah. it didn't age well. yeah, it didn't age well. But 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 um I think uh Chappelle still has those types of jokes too. Yeah. I think that I think that uh oh Damon Wayne's got people if you don't know about Damon Wayne's go back and watch some Damon Wayne's jokes. Like, Damon Wayne's this, this is now Damon Wayne's is cold blooded, yo. Uh but I would say Dave Chappelle is so good that people forgot how they forgot how dominant Chris Rock was. Yeah. They're going, no, Dave Spell's the greatest. I'm like, you know, slow your ass down. Yeah. The, before the before the Chappelle show, it was a Chris Rock show. And it's yeah. very, very similar. Before Neil, yeah. Before and, before Neil Brennan, before yeah. Neil Brennan, there was there was Louis C.K. who was rapping yeah. with Chris Rock. I'm telling you, and it's that same model. I'm telling you, that's don't forget about that's all yeah, I'm people don't, don't yeah, because even Rock. when he said uh like when 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 everything was going on with George Floyd. And that keep your mouth shut cop thing, I immediately thought of that. And then they was like, yo, we gotta take this shit down. Cause yes. but I was like, yo, like I remember all those skits and seeing Wanda Sykes, that's the first time I heard about her. Was yeah. on, on yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. She do fantastic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And, but, t- and open up the testament, testament, the testament of greatness. Yeah. I about to say testament of greatness is is working with people and then what they do. After, after they split, like he he got all of them popping. Wanda, Louis C.K., Neil, like Neil's three mics. I quote that all the time. Yeah. I love That's it. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, nah, he's he's brilliant. I don't know how to turn this into a, that, but I, you know. I mean, but, but since we're making points, because we're going y'all, to y'all the original point, my th- my thing is this: we're talking about our, our black people monolith thing. I I'm standing on this by myself. I make this point. This is the reason I've said this to you. You know where I'm going for it. This is the reason why I talk about the dad thing. I have pointed out that usually, I know Devon's looking at me. Usually I go, the ones that grew up poor are the most exclusionary people. And I'm sitting there going, you got money now. And they're like, ah, nigga, look at, what's the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6? But if I did that to you 10 years ago, you'd have like, You'd have felt terrible when that. Now you're gonna come up and get money and treat everybody like shit. Oh, like, so, yeah. so here's what I'll say about that. Because I remember you remember Jay Jay Z was the difference between four point zero to four point six. Uh huh. Like four. I, like, I used to have a thing. Like I was like, why? Why are you doing that? And I was like, you know what? I find it difficult now to judge people that are trying to climb out. You know what I mean? Like I said, I know, I know, I know what it is, but it's like. When you are, because I said, you see really, really rich people, like lifestyles, the rich and famous, they don't care about the money. They don't care. Like, I was born into this. This is my life. I don't care about this. I don't care about any of you poor people. 
this thing is like when you see black people that are coming up from nothing, <laughs> like literally nothing. It's yeah. like they're almost trying to prove to themselves, yeah, we like, it. yo, I exist. Mm. Like I, I exist as a person. You can't exclude me from stuff. As a matter of fact, I can exclude you from anything. Like that's just really what it is. And it's like, it's almost like an overcorrection. And you see when they overcorrect so much, they swing back. Cause you don't hear Jay-Z talking that Jay-Z. talk no more. Cause yeah. Jay- Jay-Z was the one that told us that ridiculous. What's the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6? And we were like, we don't 40 know. 40 to Jay-Z. 40 to 50 grand, four, cocksucker. Four. Yeah. And he's like, he did that with everything. He was like, fuck Chris Style. Fuck yeah. Chris. <laughs> like and now, the only thing that didn't work for him was like, was like we should get into ownership we should get into this we should get into that and it's like you see because it's like yeah you you overcorrected so much from being poor and you swung this way and now you're trying to swing back the other way and so it, right. it just takes they understand when Robert Greene one of his 40 laws of power yeah you target. if you grew up with yeah. money like for real money you don't but you don't talk on a money phone. Yeah. It's not there's a, there's a, You're like there's it's a privilege like a, to that. There's a pri- yeah. there's a privilege to the money phone, to... But the shitting on every, I'd be like, why? Oh, I'm not gonna excuse them. Yeah, like it's yeah, still yeah, yeah. wrong. Like it's I understand wrong, where it comes like from. I know where it's coming from. Now. I get it because even when when I have been a bit flossy, people will be like, oh, you just gonna shit on me, and I'd be like, you listen to rap music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. showing you every yeah. day. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. I I I agree actually with both because I'm yeah. like, well, I know where that I know where that's coming from. Like you know, just even a woman that's been through a lot of shit, like her 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 character, her personality is is to understand. There's the, there's context with it and why she's like that. Because we ask white people to understand that a lot of the times. Like, oh look, yeah, he came from here. That's why they think like like I understand. I don't say I say I understand against the things, but the extension thing makes sense to me with context yeah it don't make it don't make sense to me out of context I'm like fuck, what you mean you shoot my mom and i can't go to the cops fuck you yeah. mean yeah no i'm telling everybody fuck that but, 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 but i mean it, but, take, it takes a lot of jumps too because it's also like you're in a privileged enough position where you also trust the cops like, there's, there's, that's another thing where i was like done you're in a whole nother realm yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. No, it, it takes a it takes a lot of jumps. So yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna completely excuse the behavior like all the time and shit, but I'm like, we should, I always equate it to, and I always tell people, hey, dog, if this pandemic has proved anything, we're all poor, like all of us, like 99% of the world is poor. Like, poor, stop, poor. stop your front. Stop your front. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, uh, look, I got a little bit extra money than you, maybe a little bit. But I'm like yeah. one tragic event from poverty, dog. Like one. Yeah. Like let me miss. Uh, well, let me miss one check. Homeless. Oh, I remember. I remember when uh, before when I was in school, I was talking to to our dad about money, and I go, "If my tire busts, my entire <laughs> finances." But people people <laughs> talk about that where it's like the you try to equate yourself as the more like I realize now. Like even when we were talking the other day, I was like, when I was in college, I was much I was much more cognizant about where I parked when I was downtown. Because a ticket or a tow could derail 
months of my your life. Your whole future. <laughs> your future. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I'm not going to lie. There have mm-hmm. been some times where I parked and I've been like, man, we'll see what happens. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm not saying I'm rich, but I was like, I can handle a ticket if it come my way. But I think I'm in the right now. There mm-hmm. have definitely been points where I was yeah. in college where I was like, I think I'm in the right, but I don't want to risk it. Because yeah. I can't handle two, $225. I, I can't yeah. handle it. Not this guy. I can handle that ticket. But the parking, he knows with me. How much is it? $25? Cool. Here's 30 like, hey, 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 this will be the last, this will be the last thing, because I just got to clown you one time, dog. We were supposed to meet at the tipping point. <laughs> we were supposed to meet at the tipping point. Corey, you was probably there that one day. It was one of the art shows. I uh, was poor uh, at that okay time. Art, okay, Art and Coffee. I was, I was like, poor. yo, everybody's out here, come okay. through. My brother's like, yo, I'm on the way, da-da-da-da-da. And then, like, the, it's ending, uh. and I'm like, dog, where you at? He goes, man, I pulled up to park. I was reading the signs. I didn't trust it, so I went home. <laughs> I was like, what? I was poor. I, I was poor at the time. <laughs> now I I can afford to park anywhere and I'll be like, hey, it's a good feeling. I, I've had I've had women came here and they they'll switch the, the, the guest visitation zone. And they had to tell and guess I'm not gonna be like, mm, guess you gotta get your car out. You, I'm paying to get these motherfucking yeah. cars out, Ubering them to the spot. Uh, it gets ugly. So now, I like let me just Uber you here. So I'm not I feel like towing nobody's yeah. car, yo. Yeah. And sometimes you learn that lesson after a while. It's like, look, all right, don't want to pay this twenty, or do I want to pay a or potentially pay two hundred eighteen dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm paying the twenty. That's the way I look at it. That's how my brain works. I go, I can pay two hundred eighteen dollars, or at the most. $50, which I don't want to do, but yeah. I mean, I'll pay it because like yeah. $118, then I got an Uber there, or I got a call nine times out of 10. Divine was good. So now this nigga got to yeah. come. I'm inconveniencing him, and then I got to yeah. take this money, and y'all know they only take cash. So now you got to go to the time, 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 like yeah. car. time, cash. Yeah. It's very humbling. You got to talk to them like you walking up to like Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they up in a big thing. I remember I was mad when I got my car towed, so I was coming, and it's like, it's it's psychological warfare they get you with, because mm-hmm. like, you come in, I'm like, I'm mad, I'm stomping, I'm walking fast, yeah. and then you start to go down a little alley, and it just gets smaller and smaller, and then you get there, and you just have to look straight up, and by that time, all the bases out your voice, you're like, yes, yeah. um, my car got towed. What's <laughs> they're like doing a, their job? It was like a little girl that was up there, like, What's the license number? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no, nobody ever know the license number. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know. The license. I don't know. They're like, Texas. where did it get towed from? And do you have two hundred and twenty-five dollars cash? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah, that's crazy. They're doing yeah. their job. I, I took Claire got towed, and I took her to get her car, and she's like, I just want to say, and I go, Claire. He doesn't give a shit. Like that man's yeah. doing his job. There's nothing to say. That's, that's it. Like, because again, again, and please be nice to all customer service people because we all poor. Nobody, like no tow truck, no tow truck guy woke up and was like, I'm trying to ruin people's day. Like he was like, Doug, yeah. I just yeah, I'm trying to pay rent, Doug. When I used like, to be just like you. When I used to be the guy who would evict you out the apartment, that would always be the thing. Where that'd be I'd be like, You owe like three months rent. And they'd be like, you gonna kick me and my black daughter out? You need to get a better job. I was like, that's really? So you want me to switch? Sir, 
this, I, I, I need this job, yeah. sir. You're like, like sir, yeah. this, I, have to, I have to do this to pay my rent. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, this, this is the better job. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to say so many things. Actually, I did. Uh, We're not going to go into that. I was, what, I was yeah. quick at that. Yeah, when he was like, you going to kick me and my daughter out? I was like, I am. You're 300 something. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know. I got to get to the point. At least you were nice. At least That's funny. Nice. I was well, not look, nice. Mr. Hey, Terry, because it's it's great. it is great to have you on the show. Uh, I'm going to check the times. You might. There, There's only two people that you would be going against. It's, it's Jack Freeman and Lenora. They're the only two people. Like, they, they will get us talking, and we'll just keep on talking, and we won't stop. Lenora? So, Who's Lenora? Lenora, the singer. Oh, Lenora. 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 I know you're talking about Yeah. 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 So once, yeah she's she get, cool. once she get to talking, once Jack get to talking, once they, we should yeah. have an episode. Oh, when we get live, we might bring all three of y'all together and yeah. just be well, like, yeah. it's going to be a nine hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. So, yeah, man. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, please. Nah, I appreciate being on. Let the people know where they can find you, where they can find the food videos. Also, let them know when you're launching the, the food TikTok. Uh, that's just my own personal thing. Uh, either way, that's a joke. That's a joke between me and him. But anyway, tell them. Tell them, what, tell them how to find you. It's, it's, it's Corey Terry on everything. C-O-R-E-I-G-H-T-E-R-R-Y. Y'all be blessed more than stressed. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just going to be over here doing what I do, smelling like YSL and greatness. Wow. And y'all have a good night, good evening, good morning, wherever you're at, guys. I don't know, I just made that up. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't know where you're going with that. And you can find them at Context. How do you spell Context again? K-H what? K-H-N-T-X-T. And also Off the Cop Comedy. He's funny. That's right, on, uh, on the Cop Comedy. I'm sorry, On it's the Cop. Yeah, On the Cop Comedy is all corny shit. That's where the name comes from. I'm a very corny person, so hey, if you want to be corny with me, uh, uh pop on there on IG. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate that. I'm a big that. fan, man. I'm a big oh, fan. Awesome, man. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, once again, and it fell. This is in my humble. Put the camera on me now. The, 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 oh, the bad, opening and the closing. You gotta go to me now. <laughs> I gotta replay. I gotta replay. Control room. There you go. Now and it fell again. When it comes on me, it always falls. Once again, this has been another episode. Oh. Well, he said, did he say, wait, 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 you gotta do that again because he said, when it comes on me, all right, never mind. I don't, all homo, I, uh, whatever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever, like, okay, so, so <laughs> look, man, this has been Corey Terry, man, he's 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 a friend, we really like the guy, he's very talented, uh, he has the best eye that I've ever seen. Uh, in my humble opinion, we're about giving people their flowers, here's some flowers. Uh, that was it's supposed to be flowers. It looks like money. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like Pe- petals, money looks the same. It looks the same. And I'm gonna do what you hate. Uh, my name's Avery. Like a very nice guy. You can find me at a underscore v r i i i on everything. You can find my brother. Huh? Oh, I said new name alert. Go ahead. New name. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm just Avery. Uh, that's it. Zadius. There's a whole story behind it. We'll talk about it later. It was just a stupid thing. Uh, then my brother, also Dr. Douglas, uh, and you can find him uh, Dr. Douglas on everything, but um, on Instagram, just, just or you can find him at Just Devon on Twitter. That's my brother, the best writer on the 
whatever hemisphere we're on, we're on the northern hemisphere. The best writer on the and the northern hemisphere. There's a guy named Pedro in Brazil that writes fire. So you know he does. Gotcha. But he's he's southern. He's southern. He's southern hemisphere. So yeah. (laughs) And you can find us both at both at at my humble on everything in my humble opinion podcast. Humbly yours. Hey, sounds. I don't know what that water he has in the background, but if, if your company pays us money, <laughs> we'll turn it so it can be seen. I'm going to do like Diddy did that one time. Yeah, y'all want to know what that is? We'll show your logo if you pay us the money. You pay us nice. the money. That's all. That's all. That's it. <laughs>